mental. In today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. Page 108, paragraph 3, no joke stealing with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Oh, wow. Until now. You sound hot as hell, and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make him sad, baby, before I go to sleep. You're going down, sister. Who is this? Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces create the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Um, it's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers through the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFK. Me gente, let's do this damn thing. Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. Your Saturday Night Brothers back with you on 106.7 WJFK. Always encourage your participation at 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067, and as always, utilizing the Internet to its most highest capabilities, uh, the AOL for Broadband Instant Messaging, JFKL Hefe, J-F-K-E-L-J-E-F-E. With me, uh, we have Sideshow making a return, who helped us during the very unspecial uh, El Jefe's Hideout last Friday night, a week from uh, last week, uh, a, week from, a week from yesterday. Bateman taking her phone calls in the back and sitting next to me on my right on your radio dial. Uh, my man, the legend, the myth, straight out of Fowlerville, Michigan. The one and the only J-Dub. Just a hell away from the legend. That's so funny. Get the hell away. And we have so much lined up for you this evening. Uh, without a doubt, you will have so much fun in your Saturday Night Brothers. Getting started just a tad late. Uh, some commercials that had to get played. But here we are. You, me, and J-Dubs. J-Dubs, how you doing, we? I'm doing all right, you know. I'm, I'm really tired this weekend for some reason. You know, it's all week long, actually. It's been one of those weeks, and I think the weather's throwing everybody off. Really, you'd think this weather would perk you up a little bit. Like, hell, I got to get outside, do some stuff, you know, use it to the best of its ability because it's a great weekend and a uh, great time to go do some stuff outside and actually get energized, but it's just not happening. No, completely. In fact, I think it threw everybody off because it was rainy and cold. Everybody had gotten into the mindset, fall is here, winter is going to be here soon, everybody's turning on their heaters and sleeping with their heaters on, and now with these beautiful few days that we've had and the beautiful day that we're going to have tomorrow, it's like you're still in that in-between. You don't know whether you should have the air conditioning on or off, the heater on and off, so you don't have anything on. And I think, especially in my apartment, it's just screwing with my, my senses and my sinuses. And I, I feel drained. I literally feel drained. But we're going to try to keep up the energy for you tonight. And, Dubs, did you, did you work out today? Because I know you said that was the great secret, that you were going to start working out. I did miss out on that today because I ended up, looking around for different stores today to buy Christmas presents. And when I got back, all I wanted to do was set my ass and play Madden. Just I, I like to play two games every Saturday. <laughs> Just to make, you know, that, that's my relaxing time. Act like it's the ABC doubleheader, exactly. uh, college football, except for Madden at J-Dub's apartment in Alexandria. Exactly. You know, the weather is also making people very moody. It's like I notice now people are real. I don't know if it's because of the Christmas shopping or what it is specifically, but people are real moody now, especially when they're going out. 
when the, uh, nobody wants to wait in a line anymore, and you had a very uh, interesting experience earlier this week. Uh, I don't know if that was because of waiting in line or the weather or what time of year it was, but I, it was, I think it was Thursday morning. I woke up, and my girlfriend called me saying, there's a problem with our bank account. The, your WJFK paycheck, what, there was a hold on it at your bank, and my car payment bounced. So I'm like, oh, damn. Leave it to this place to screw something up like that. Well, it really wasn't their fault. I thought it was. So I went to the bank, cleared it up with them. They uh, took the hold off of it. The hold was on it two days longer than it should have been because it's a new account or something. I don't, I don't fully understand it, but that's what happened. And they cleared it up. They took their $30 fee off. And then they said, okay, I need your um, car payment place, Bank One to uh, give uh, give us a call over here, and we'll clear it up with them. So I go home. I call Bank One. I'm on the phone with the, the supervisor there, and I'm like, okay, I need you to call this number, talk to the bank people, and uh, they'll clear it up with you. Because you don't want your credit to get ruined. You don't want it to look like, hey, I missed a payment. Now here at Bank One, who runs your, your whole car payment? Uh... Yeah, they, I don't want it ruined any further because my... My my whole credit system's F, but I'm trying to make good on it, and I didn't need that. So she's like, I'm sorry, we can't make outgoing calls. I'm like, okay, why can't you make outgoing calls? We can't make outgoing calls. Why? I don't know. We just can't make outgoing calls. You're the manager there. You should know why you can't make outgoing calls. If you just tell me. And this is for Bank One, yeah. who handles your car payments, to call Wachovia, your yeah. current bank. Yeah, and... I'm like, just call, just make an outgoing call. What if there's an emergency? How would you make an outgoing call then? That's different. Well, how is it different? Just tell me why, and I'll accept it. I'll walk away, and I'll figure something else out. We can't make outgoing calls. Yeah, same thing, over and over and over again. And every time I started yelling, she would start saying, I'm sorry, sir, your phone's breaking up. I can't hear you. So are you in Wachovia making this no, phone call? No, I'm at my house. Okay. I went home to make this. So... I'm on the phone yelling at her, and she's like, I can't hear you, I can't hear you. I'm like, I'm walking outside. You have to be able to hear me. There's nothing, there's nothing. Um, so she's, she's towing the customer service line. Yeah. I just can't make the outgoing call for you. Yeah. And th then she, I think she's messing with me a little bit by saying, when I'm yelling at her, by saying, I can't hear you, I can't hear you. So I'm like, okay, can you hear me now? She's like, yes. I'm like, repeat after me. I like to emotionally rape my customers. <laughs> She's, she's like, I'm not going to repeat that. Come on, just humor me. You aren't helping me out at all. You might as well humor me just for a second. I like to emotionally rape my customers. <laughs> Did you ever get her to say it? No, no. She's like, sir, if you want this taken care of, I'll give you a fax number where they can, uh, they can uh, forward an apology letter to. Well, you write, I emotionally rape my customers on it, at least on the facts, on the cover sheet, please. And she, so, so I'm like, all right, you need an apology letter? I need an apology letter from you about this phone call because this is ridiculous. She's like, I'm not writing a letter. You aren't doing anything for me. Just say I rape my customers. So did, how did you, did you get it all straightened away? Yeah, everything's straightened away, I think. There's like a... No, it's not. I guarantee you she yeah. left you in some way. I guarantee you she tried to fax it, maybe done, uh, no, dialed no, in no. the wrong number. She's not the one faxing. Wachovia, my bank, had to fax over an apology letter to them. And I made sure that she was not the... Uh, the, the person to get it? Yeah. Well, this is so funny. Uh, it was a couple of things. First, I feel like we're missing uh, a good friend. Last week was so much fun, and we're going to try to get the momentum back. 
But uh, the person that was with us last week, uh, let me let me run down his resume for you. For those of you wondering where he is, he um, is one of Detroit's up-and-coming musicians. He is the manager of Sabu from the All-World Wrestling League. He is an all-star personality at WRIF Detroit, Detroit's home of rock and roll. You're telling me we have Uncle Cracker on the phone right now. No. Try again. Jack White from the White Stripes. No, Shafee. Shafee, welcome back into the hideout. What's happening, guys? A little bit too long on hold, though. I got a lot of people uh, from New York, Los Angeles, calling me constantly. I'm doing interviews all over the place. I'm Uh, sorry. We should have gotten to you a little bit earlier. Well, yeah, I'm just on the phone busy. I'm happy to be back on the show with you guys in D.C., though. It's just I'm I'm sure everybody in the listening audience has heard as a member uh, with a record coming out in 2004 and a member of the Association of American Recording Artists, uh, someone I feel very close to and have for a long time is uh, in some trouble right now. And I just want everybody out there to, you know, maybe call in later on in the show and uh, just try to get the people in the nation's capital to show their support for uh, a good friend of mine, Michael Jackson, that is in some trouble right now. So I've just been driving around doing interviews and blasting some of his music to show my support. And it, it, it's good for you in the drive-through windows and stuff. A lot of people high-fiving, a lot of people, a lot of smiles. And that's what we need in this... Uh, uh, unfortunate time, right? You know what we should do? Michael. No one will get this here, but you being in Detroit, you'll get this. I say we bring the Mike Utley thumbs up back. I the say what? the Mike, Mike Utley thumbs, thumbs up. up for Michael Jackson. So is it That's something? Not bad. Is it something? I, I don't know how you, uh, if you'd want to go ahead and compare complete uh, physical paralysis with um, uh, just outlandish and uncalled-for speculations and charges and accusations against uh, a man that has done a lot. I say it's comparable. Many children in the world. I think it's all about showing your support, Shafee. I think, and I am glad that you, as a musician, uh, with all of your records and albums that you've released, are sticking by the king of pop because I know that's going to mean a lot. That Livonia. Is is with uh, Michael Jackson now? Shafee was here. I'm actually not in Livonia right now, but I'm hopefully uh, hoping that a lot of the people in Livonia will support him since they're of the same race. Now, Shafee last week was hanging out at my place. We did the show Friday night. We did the hideout Saturday night. Sunday night. Now, I think you heard Dubs' story about his run-in with the law, or at least with his run-in with the bank. Um, yeah. Shafee and I Sunday night. We just gotten done last Sunday night watching the Cowboy game. Watching the Cowboys get their asses handed to them by the Patriots. Uh, about the fourth quarter or so, I decided I have a sweet tooth. Mind you, I'm fat, so I feel like I need to have some sort of sugar. Maybe go buy some Chunky Monkey or something from 7-Eleven. So Shafee and I go up to the ghetto-ass 7-Eleven down the street from my place in Silver Spring. Now, where I live in Silver Spring, it's right. My street is literally the border for Silver Spring in D.C. So this 7-Eleven happens to be in D.C. And I don't know what it is about, like, two streets over, but it's like super ghetto. There are always bums hanging out outside. I really hate to go to that 7-Eleven because I always feel like I need to have an extra dollar to give to the bum that's standing there outside of the 7-Eleven. But who am I? I'm going to buy Chunky Monkey. I can throw the I can throw the dude a dollar. So I'm shit. A surprised at you right now. In all the years I've known you, you've always been uh, 
Well, you've never thrown that word around so loosely as you just have. The word what, mom, you usually refer to them as, you know, um, homelessly or, you know, abode impaired individuals. Or... No, that is true. I usually try to, <laughs> I usually try to stay politically correct. You're right. Try to sugarcoat someone's shame. But here's the thing. So Shafee and I go in. I gotta buy my chunky monkey. Uh, the, 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 the Jerry's ice cream or whatever it is. Shafee decides he wants a couple cookies. I go, I pay for my junkie, uh, my, uh, chunky monkey. And while I'm paying for it, this dude runs into the 7-Eleven. Did you call him a junkie monkey? No, I didn't. He runs into the 7-Eleven and starts making this hubbub, Shafee. From here, I'd like you to pick up the story because this guy literally zooms up in his car into the, into the, um, handicapped spot. Runs inside, and he has, he's carrying something with him as he's running inside the 7-Eleven. So I'm scared automatically. I just said, let me get my chunky monkey and get the hell out of here. And then he starts yelling at the two dudes behind the, behind the counter at 7-Eleven, screaming insanely about this armor all that he has. Okay, and, that, yeah. and that he wants to exchange. So well, I leave. Is, when he stormed into the store, it was apparent that he had some type of a black... You know, long circular object in his hands, and of course we're all expecting uh, a piece, a gun, and it turns out to be armor all, which can be just as effective in some cases. Yeah, sure. If you want to shoot um, your tires. Uh, I looked. I'm trying to get my cookies, and about the time this individual enters the store, I noticed that El Jefe is long gone, out of there like a bat out of hell. I don't know where you went. I was thinking that you might have ditched me and actually left me at the 7-Eleven. And I was really considering it because the guy was yelling so bad at the clerks behind the counter, he decides that one of the clerks decided to call the cops. So while this guy is inside yelling at the, at the people behind the counter, the cop pulls up behind the other dude's car and now starts inspecting inside for, like, weapons and stuff. So what is... guys didn't speak a, a word of English either. It was pretty phenomenal to watch them try to explain themselves to this guy. But you want to know what it was all about? Yeah. This guy claims to be a, uh, uh, you know... Loyal customer to this particular 7-Eleven, uh, he said at numerous points throughout his rampage and <laughs> his ranting that he uh, often shops there two to three times a day. Well, apparently, the night before this incident occurred, he had purchased some armor all from this 7-Eleven, decided that he didn't want and or need the armor all, came back in and tried to exchange it for a bag of guacamole-seasoned-flavored Doritos, some Minute Maid lemonade, and two cherry pies. <laughs> even trade. <laughs> and even trade. And what happened was the guys behind the counter, in as much English as they could blurt out, were trying to explain to him that we have no proof that you bought this armor all at our store. You don't have a receipt. We don't have any records of this. You know, we can't just take your armor all and trade, you know? It's not 1826 on the streets, you know what I mean? We're not working on the barter system here in Northwest. Right. And so his whole thing was he was adamant about, I bought the armor all yesterday. I don't need it anymore. I'm going to bring it back to you. Why would you buy it in the first place? Who accidentally buys armor all? You obviously need it if you buy it. But his whole point was that now he decides he wants to go in and exchange it without a receipt for, uh, what was it again, two cherry pies? Guacamole-flavored Doritos, 
some Minute Maid lemonade and two cherry pies. And you know, you know this guy. pies that they sell like 49 cents a piece. The, the hostess ones. You know the, the, apples, the apples are the best ones anyway, so that guy was wrong with that. But you know the guy was high as a kite, had the munchies. And he said he had been worked like a Hebrew slave all day long at his job. <laughs> <laughs> so he felt like he was getting the raw end of the deal. Now, it gets better. Like I told you, the cops were called, and I didn't know what was going on because I had left before I even found out what the exchange is about. I just see the cop pull up. So the cop pulls up. He's looking around. He's got the flashlight out looking for any, I don't know, guns or paraphernalia or something in the car. Goes back, sits inside his car, starts dialing it up on the little computer, uh, maybe running a license check or something. Then I, yeah, see... I didn't see the cop outside. I was inside. I saw when the cop stormed inside the 7-Eleven, though, and that was pretty hilarious because this guy at the counter is trying to make this transaction, this trade, which is totally, uh, you know, fair in his own mind. You know, who wouldn't trade uh, Armor All brand new for two cherry pies, some guacamole Doritos, and a lemonade? Now, it turns... It's a steal. It turns out they don't even sell that Armor All there, do they? I don't think so. Well, well, no, they do, actually, because the man said that he had paid $4.19. He goes, go ahead, ring it up, four nineteen, four nineteen. Damn it, I, I shop here all the time. I should own this mother, you know. Uh, and the guy behind the counter finally obliges uh, and rings it up and says, three seventy nine. And he goes, no, do it again. He goes, three seventy nine. He goes, it's four nineteen. You got to add tax, you dumbass. He does it again. He goes, sir, that is with tax. It is three seventy nine. He goes, look, they say we can't. We don't have records of this. We can't do this. If you want to just pay for this, he said, look, I don't want any money for this. And I just want to make a trade. You know, I want to give you this armor all so you can give me these two cherry pies, the guacamole Doritos, and the Minute Maid lemonade. I, I would have folded. I'd be like, you know what? You worked like a Hebrew slave today. Yeah, and exactly. I, I, I feel where you're coming from. And my whole thing is... You want some guacamole chips. I can feel that. These guys, they're working at the 7-Eleven. You know, and I, I commend them for for not just saying, hey, screw it, go ahead, take it, man. It's not worth my life over. Worth well, losing my life they, over. See, that's, that's why it's a smart move. Everybody always wonders why. How come they need you? hear the jokes, the stereotypical jokes. Oh, the foreigner or the Arab or the Indians working at the uh, party stores. Why do they all work at or party stores? It's because they're the only ones that exactly. take this job seriously. As an American, like you just said, I would have uh, said, you know what, dude? Take the armor all, take the cherry pies, the guacamole, the Minute Maid. I value my life. Get the hell out of here. That's fine. Whatever. So if I have to, I'll pay for it three bucks out of my own pocket. Not These guys are afraid to get deported out of the country, so at any cost, they're going to protect, the, you know, do their job right so they don't lose their job. So the cop comes up, and the cop decides to go inside at this point, all right? Finally. Finally. This guy's, this guy's ranting and raving. And he's running around like a lunatic. The cop goes inside. And I, from my vantage point, he goes inside, and he says he's holding something, and he says something, and the dude starts charging the cop, like <laughs> running the cop, at the cop. The cop came inside and said, whose Nissan is this? And keep in mind, I'm the only one in the store at this point. El Jefe's in his car in the parking lot, and then this other guy that's uh, putting on one of these hilarious displays that I've ever seen at a 7-Eleven. There is nobody else in the parking lot, so there's spots all over the place. And this is what I found funny. The cop comes into the store and says, yeah, whose Nissan is parked out front? 
the guy that was uh, irate said, that's mine. He goes, here you go, $250 ticket for parking in a handicapped spot, and if you don't move it in a minute, I'm going to have it towed. <laughs> so when you think about so this. Guy, he's up 250 bucks. He's in danger of getting his car towed, and he's still got the armor all, and all he wants is the guacamole, Doritos, the Minute Maid lemonade, and the two cherry pies. Plus, he's a Hebrew slave. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm telling you. He went through all this trouble. He got a $250 ticket for trying to exchange the armor all for the bag of chips, the, the cherry pies, and the, and the grape soda or whatever it was. You gotta love it, man. I mean, to think that, you know what? I, see, I, w I would like no, to know wait. what happened. We don't know exactly what happened after this or before this. We know what happened during this. I don't know. When we left El Jefe, the one there were two cop cars. One of them stayed. The other one followed us for about a block, then pulled off and turned his lights back off like he was just expecting to get the call back to that store because we didn't know what was going to happen. But I want to know what happened maybe throughout the day when he was working his ass off at his job. I'm sure not getting paid enough to do whatever uh, highly skilled job the man hey, does do. Shapey, you guys got a good picture painted in my head right now, but I just need to know what the guy looks like. White guy, black guy, what? Black guy, black pretty guy. big. I'd say, you know, 6'2", 230 pounds, cornrows, big ass work boots. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Since he's a black guy, is that why Hefe threw in the grape soda comment? No, I that's what he got, isn't it? Who, who, all y'all got that great pop. Where that great pop at? No, no, that's not why. Right, you brought it up, so I'm going to be honest. I like the hideout to be all inclusive and open. Thirty pounds, cornrows, I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Since he's a black guy, is that why Hefe threw in the grape soda comment? No, I that's what he got, isn't it? Who, who all y'all got that grape pop? Where that grape pop at? No, no, that's not why. Right, you brought it up, so I'm going to be honest. I like the hideout to be all inclusive and open and honest. When he it came running in, it wasn't great when he came running in there, ranting and raving with a dark object in his hand, I paid for my junkie monkey and I booked. No, yeah, of course you booked. If it had Boy, been a white guy looking like Doug, to see some action. I was on vacation, but you live there. It's nothing new. <laughs> and just another day in the ghetto, baby. But my thing is, what I was uh, getting at before is, I wanted to know what the thought process is. That's what interests me. And anything that happens in life, what is the thought process prior to doing something? This man was by himself, and maybe he did work his ass off all day. Who knows? No. Maybe he's a good citizen. We don't know that. And you know what? He really didn't threaten anybody. He wasn't violent. He just raised his voice because he's trying to make a trade here. <laughs> but what's going through his mind? Now, maybe... Maybe, A, he actually did buy that armor all the night before, didn't need it. Who knows? Maybe his car got stolen and he was driving somebody else's at the time. Wait, wait a second. Stuck with the ticket. Who the, knows? The ironic maybe, thing. Hey, the ironic what? thing. The, the, <laughs> I finish my thought. No, because you go on four-hour diatribes. No, but I'm just trying to get to the point of what's going through his mind when he's actually sitting there saying, no matter how I got this armor all, I'm going to go into this 7-Eleven and trade it, and it's going to work. <laughs> the have you ever thought about that? Like, I don't have any money in my pocket, but I'm looking around. What can I take? Uh, armor all. Let's take this to the store because I want some Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever thought about doing that? <laughs> no, but I'm telling but you. Somebody did. The guy's an innovator. Somebody actually thought that. The guy's an innovator, and it's something that we're probably going to try at some point. My, the funniest thing was he was missing like a hubcap. 
So it's like he he's, was, he's missing. Yes, I noticed that about the car. He's missing. He didn't, he didn't need the armor roll. Exactly. Maybe that was the whole thing. The hubcap got stolen. He decides, ah, screw it. My tires don't need to look good. I'm going to take it back. I'll have to and uh, just uh, uh, Jay Dubs. <laughs> Justin, that's fine. You can okay. tell me Justin. Do the <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You've heard the case now. You decide. Did this man buy this armor all the night before, or did he? It was not opened. It was new. Or did he have it laying around the house and figured, you know what, I could save $3.79. Even better, he probably stole it from another 7-Eleven to bring <laughs> it into this one to trade it for the chips, the pies, and the soda. America. Ah, God bless. Well, when someone wants to try those new Dorito guacamole chips, they'll go to great lengths. Who might have stopped you? Exactly. It's a great commercial, you know. They should put them in as the spokesperson. Hey. I tried to trade armor off for these guacamole Doritos. Hey. Worth you every bite. Go and buy some. Hey, uh, Shafee, when are you coming back out, bro? Um, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm in a bit of trouble at uh, WRIF right now, but I'll be uh, out there to visit again, I'm sure, uh, maybe right after the holidays. How's that? That sounds good. Shafee got suspended from the riff. We don't have time for the story, but we'll tell it at some point. Okay, well, ju I'll just say this, and I'll let you guys go, because i am uh, got to go get dressed for a hockey game tonight. Um, Red Wings? If I got a hockey game. If Rat comes to your town, you know the band Rat from the 80s, round and round, uh, if they come to your town, you can go see them, and it might be a good show. But just be forewarned that it's not the original singer. And, in fact, the only original member, there's only one original member out of four or five. One's dead of AIDS. The other one's trying to sue the band for using the name. And I, that's what I did on the radio. I told people and forewarned them about that, and the venue got pissed off and complained to the radio station. So now I'm suspended for two weeks for doing the community a service. So I'm going to do the same thing in D.C., hoping that uh, programming staff at JFK has more goes, of an opponent. He's sitting uh, in this car and deploying. Trying to get ready for his hockey game. Hi, right, buddy. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later, bro. Later. Quarter hour for me. <laughs> Five thousand. Five thousand. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! It was so and then he ends up getting a two hundred fifty dollar ticket. <laughs> and my whole thing, and I don't know about you, uh, sideshow or Bateman or anybody listening, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. That's the reason I don't complain. I am a I I do not complain whenever something goes wrong, like at a store, um, like if somebody gets my order wrong, I just take it. I just keep going and I just take it and I'll just eat whatever it is. I uh, if the bank had messed something up, I'd have been pissed and I would have tried to get everything straight. But you know what? I probably wouldn't have fought for my thirty dollar fee back like you did. And if it was me going back trying to exchange some armor all and they said no, I'd be like, okay. You know what? You're right. No thanks. Because I don't want. I don't. My mom used to do this all the time. My mom was the fat. The fat bitch who is at the line at Wendy's bitching because she ordered biggie size, great biggie size, and they just gave her biggie size. And so, not, and here's the thing. My mom would take it to the other level. She doesn't just want her great biggie sized fries. She wants the meal free. Or she wants them to throw in an extra frosty for her time and for her effort. Today, we went to... Uh... I go through, uh, I don't know if I should talk about this, but what the hell, why not? I go through Sprint for my cell phone, and you know my cell phone has been messed up for a long time. I've had the same number for, what, two years now? Mm-hmm, 
<laughs> and the the face doesn't work anymore. It cuts out like it'll, it'll turn itself off in the middle of a conversation. Horrible phone. So I took it. I'm like, all right, I want to sign a new contract, get a new uh, get a new plan, and get a new phone. They're like, well, we can get you the new contract or anything, but you're stuck with the phone unless you want to pay full price. I'm about to talk to the lady, see if I can, you know, finagle her at all. My girlfriend jumps in, just starts yelling. I'm like, chill the f out, all right? I'm trying, I'm trying to work something here, you know, give her a little stroke, and then maybe I can get where I want to go. I don't start yelling right away. My girlfriend is the same way. She'll start yelling and yelling, and then. She, you're, honestly, your chick seems like the kind of chick that would raise a scene in an instant. And every time we're in some place, like uh, like Sprint or something, she'll like yell way out, We're going to Verizon! <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, so true. that's exactly it. That's exactly what my mom says. No, my mom's big fat ass has to have the number four great biggie size with a Dr. Pepper. You know she's not going to go anywhere else. God damn it, that's it. We're going to Burger King next time. Well, next time or now, in addition to whatever we have with the Wendy's, it's the exact same point. And speaking of Burger King, did you hear about the one in, like, New York or something where all those people, like 19 people got fired from the Burger King where they had um, gone number one, like, all over the patties, and then and this is pre-cooking, and then they <laughs> flame-broiled them up. And so, and they said there were probably hundreds of burgers that were likely served that were um, contaminated either with spit or number one. That's not really contamination. Though. After you cook it, all the bacteria dies. So how can you really get mad at them? No, what do you mean? How can you really get mad at them? You know that kind of stuff happens wherever you go and eat. Wherever you go and eat, someone's effed with your food. You gotta, you gotta just go in knowing that. And I would rather not know that someone was uh, urinating or something else. Yeah, I'd rather just think that I'm eating a regular burger and I'm good. Have you ever effed with anybody's food before, like even your buddies? I wish Shafer was on the phone right now because we could tell the story. <laughs> Go ahead. Our, our, get him back on the line if you can, Tommy. Go our ahead. old overnight guy over at the... Over at uh, the uh, 92 one, uh-huh. when Shafey was doing overnights at the sister station, we would be up there every night eating pizza rolls. <laughs> I think I remember this story. Right, go ahead. And every night we'd eat pizza rolls. Don't worry about it. We'd have a big plate of pizza rolls on the table. We'd eat them, eat them, eat them. The other overnight guy would come in, bogart a couple of the rolls, you know, and we like, what the f? You know, just ask, and we'll give them to you. Never asked. So one night we're like, all right, we've had enough. There's five pizza rolls left. We take two of them. One goes underneath the uh, Bozak. <laughs> the other one goes in between the pillows. And we sit there for literally 15 minutes just letting these things marinate. <laughs> we put them back on the plate. <laughs> Go, hey. Night bang. <laughs> you want the rest of these? So there's five of them, two of them. He's playing pizza roll roulette right now. <laughs> pizza roll roulette. I love it. That's a game we ought to play here. He has five of them on the plate. He's like, yeah, sure. Takes them in there. I'm peeking around the corner because you can see through the window into the other two. I see him eat one, two, three, four, five. Not a sour look on his face for any of them. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. God! What about you, Sideshow? You ever do anything like that? 
Just with uh, popcorn. That's about it. We had a little thing at the movie theater uh, when we worked there. My buddy got real pissed, and he told me, this is what you do when you hate customers and you hate management and everything. And basically, the rumor was he slammed the door. And... <laughs> I'm sorry. Number one. He went number one all over the all over the popcorn. And so it looked like, it, oh, this is just the new, uh, this is just the new butter. The new Did butter. Did go steak. back to canola oil here? <laughs> 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. How have you effed with your buddies? Taking a break, coming back. El Huffy's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Hideout. There is no spoon. Featuring LFA. J-Dub's business spoon. LFA's Hideout. There's no spoon. Hideout. 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 You should go to jail just for all the things that you've helped make worse in this country, and I don't think you should be so proud of yourself. You should be hanging, you scum! What you do is sick and depraved, you should be scum! Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? LFA's hideout on 106.7 WJFK. And welcome back to El Jefe Saturday uh, Hideout Saturday night 106.7 WJFK. My name is El Jefe. That is J Dub sitting with me, and we are uh, open lining it all show long. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Also appreciate the feedback via the uh, instant messenger on AOL for broadband. JFK El Jefe. JFK E L J E F E. That damn shape, bro. Character. Love him to death. He's a good guy. He can run at the mouth forever, though. Easily one of those dudes with diarrhea of the mouth. Yeah. And it's easy to do a show with him, because when you're here with him, you can punch him in the face or, or give him the cut sign or something so yeah. he'll shut up. He, well, you can give him the eye contact, and he'll know when to just cut it down. But I know he's driving through Michigan right now, getting ready for his Detroit Red Wings hockey game that he'll be playing in. Just talking on the phone, just yelling into the phone. Not even realizing that he's talking to thousands and thousands of people here in Washington, D.C. What's so funny about that kid, too, is that he had a newspaper article written about him. Now, last week at this time, we were goofing on Cameron Gray, our operations manager, who had an article written about him as well uh, for the Orange County Review. You know what? In fact, I had a, I, last week I had Cameron read, read some of the clips from that because, I, you know, I wanted to... I wanted for people to be able to uh, hear. Yeah, really Cam- get the feel for in, Cameron. In Cameron's own words, what it was, you know, that he was talking about. So let's see here. Here's one of the examples of what Cameron did. My best memories are Latin club trips with my old friend Spencer Richardson and our teacher Betty Hogan, frequent trips to. Frequent trips with friends to Charlottesville and Fredericksburg, and wonderful classes taught by Larry Arbogast and Gail Saratinsky. Most of my friends were in the band, even though I didn't play any sort of instrument. And so. It's just so stupid when... Even though I didn't play any instrument. Like, anybody cares. It's so stupid when people have newspaper articles written about them. Like, it's it's not even like a story about something that they did. It's their life story. And so coming up in two seconds, we got a great newspaper article for you. Uh, one that we want to check out and read to you that somebody sent to us. First, going back, we were talking about Shafee. And we were talking about one of the things that you and he did to one of, to one of our former coworkers, yeah. and rubbing the pizza rolls, hiding them, tucking them, if you will. Maybe we should do the pizza roll tuck and trot. <laughs> See how that how that one goes instead. 
Edward wants to add to the conversation. Edward, welcome into the hideout, brother. What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Good, man. What's going down, bro? Well, I'm embarrassed to say this, but about uh, 10 years ago, my buddy and I used to work at Wendy's, and um, we were into skateboarding real big. There was this cop that always would write us tickets, believe it or not. Oh, God. Oh, um, no. So one time he's coming through the drive-thru, and my buddy's like, hey, it's officer. Well, I'm not going to say his name. But, yeah, uh, don't. We, uh, well, he doesn't work for the force anymore, but we um, <laughs> we sucked all the salt off of every fry. Then we resalted them, put them back in the thing, and gave them to him. You, <laughs> them dry right off. you sucked the salt off the fries individually and then resalted them? We took turns, bro, and resalted them. He never found out. He just looked at us and smiled. Thank you, sir. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks, Edward. Sure, guys. 800-636-1067-202-432-106. That's the thing about fast food. All these people are scumbags. They are. They you can't you can't cross any of them because they have this thing held over your head that they got your food and you're going to eat it and you aren't going to know s about it. And that's the other thing too. And I don't want to disparage people who work at fast food restaurants. That's not what I'm here to do. That's what I'm here to do. Loser <laughs> comes to mind. Sadly. And you know that because they're working at a fast food restaurant, again, there's nothing wrong with that. But anybody who works at a fast food restaurant, anybody that's quote-unquote, you know, American or Americanized is pissed that they're working at a fast food restaurant. It's going back to the whole 7-Eleven thing. That's why you usually find foreigners and things like that working these jobs because they're happy to have these jobs. And they realize that it's not a bad job. It's a job. You have a job. It's fairly easy, and you can get actually good pay if you do enough. You but know? those who are Americanized feel like somehow they've been downtrodden and they're forced to work at the local fast food restaurant. So they're pissed about it, and they're looking for any reason to either entertain themselves or anything else. I'm sure that's what happened at the Burger King uh, up in New York. Oh, I'm bored. Huh, this would be fun. Let's uh, go number one all over the patties and flame broil them and see what happens. I bet you it was a couple kids that really didn't understand what they were doing. You hit onto something. This pizza roll roulette, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Who should we play with? Pizza roll roulette. That's where we, where we we tuck it somewhere. We put two out of five on the plate are sitting there, and somebody has to eat them. We have a show. We have uh, three choices, as I see it. Okay. Three people that are not in town today that are in Miami. Cameron, Spoon, or John Norman. Oh, because they've heard it. They, they won't hear about it. Yeah. Cameron. 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 A spoon we've done enough to. That poor kid. He's got liners about himself now. Cameron, I say we play pizza roll roulette with Cameron. Now, here's the thing. Anybody listening, you cannot. I hope this chick isn't listening tonight. She likes the hideout. Man, she loves me. I hope that no, the word doesn't get back. You know Cameron likes to gamble. <laughs> we'll only, he is. He's into poker. We'll only let him eat one. All right. And well, then... How about how about we put like five twenty dollars? If he... how about we do it like this? One of them has a twenty dollar like little thing on it where if you eat the right, if you pick the right one to eat, you get twenty dollars. One of them's been number one or tucked, and then the rest of them are fine. And then that's how you play the game. I want to play it now. You and me. Pizza roll roulette. Do we have any pizza rolls? No. God damn it. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. You know how to do it. <laughs> Matt Albert. <laughs> that, that's a little bit. I don't care. I don't care where you put it. Give me some. Ross, welcome into the hideout on JFK. Hello. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Good. 
Yeah, I had told you you got to answer the phone. I really didn't want to go in the air, but I'm a Sprint store manager. First right. time I ever listened to you guys, I'm driving home tonight. Uh, I could get with you off the air, and maybe we could fix your phone problem for you. Oh, very good. Look at that, Jada. I'm a proud user of Sprint. I have always. I've, I've been I've been a customer for over two years and never had a problem. Yeah. But the, the how I was treated today gave me a problem. I wanted to deal with it, but my girlfriend really wouldn't let me. Hey, but have you ever have people, Ross, come in and yell at you guys? Oh yeah, they, we occasionally have some people that get upset, but that's just kind of the nature of retail and. Hey, let me give you a free commercial real quick, because Sprint is an advertiser here. I hear the commercials about 7 o'clock is now the new late time. Is it? Is it? Do you have to sign the new contract with the 7 o'clock, or is it just 7 o'clock for everybody now, the nighttime minutes? It does require a new agreement, uh, but that 7 o'clock per month gives you about another 2,400 minutes. Oh, yeah. All right. It's a great deal. Cool. All right. All right. Put him on hold. Let me get his phone number, and I'll go. T I'll talk to him off the air. Our producer's going to talk with you, Ross. Hold on, buddy. Good deal. Wow. Well, look at me. Everything's coming up. That's what I hate, too. Dubs is the media darling all of a sudden. Now, Dubs is the one. Dubs goes out to Dave Buster's and the exchange. Dubs inks the deals with... Uh, with uh, a big major beer company that you're going to hear a lot about more in uh, 2004. Dubs complains about Sprint, and what are they going to do? Sprint's going to hook Dubs up. I never complained about Sprint. I just said I had troubles, and the lady there wasn't able to uh, fix it. So, my, And I was going to talk to her and try to talk her through it and see what I could get done, and my girlfriend wouldn't allow it. You know what else, too? Real quick. You're talking about credit troubles? I've given up on Blockbuster. You know those sons of bitches turned me into a collection agency for $37.71. Now, I wrote the check for this three weeks ago, and I still got another notice that I've been turned into collections at Blockbuster. I'm a Hollywood video man from now on. Hollywood video I through got, and through. I got a call from Hollywood Video the other day <laughs> saying that I was turned into collections. Because I still had a uh, PlayStation 2 game underneath my seat that I totally forgot about for five weeks. How much do you owe? I don't know. I just dropped it off. In and the that's the other thing, her. too. That's the other thing, too, about Blockbuster now is that I thought, oh, I'm running late. I want to pull f a few clips from this thing for the show. It'd be kind of cool. Turns out, I guess they charge you for every day now as opposed to one flat late fee of five bucks. You know what? You can go to any other um, uh, Blockbuster and they can't track it to another store. Just go to a different yeah, one. Yeah, this one's right down the street from my place. Yeah, but we have one right down the street from here. Just go to that one from now on. You're, you're going by that just as many times as you're going by your other one. Hollywood video through and through for me. I, I, I dig Hollywood video, but... Well, you, everybody digs dubs. Everybody wants to be with J-dubs. Don't blame them. When are you going to have a newspaper article written about you like Cameron Gray and Shafee? All I got to do is make the call. Sadly, I think that's what happened here. <clears throat> Former Bruin finds spot on air. By Mike Solomon, November 19th, 2003. This comes from the Springfield Connection. This is so enraging. A routine headache-inducing event such as trucks pulled over on Springfield Interchange ramp during rush hour is something Chad Dukes <laughs> could turn into a 30-minute radio spiel. I've never heard him go 30 seconds without being cut off by big... Oh, or whatever his name is. Big Zero and Dukes, who are our radio nemeses over at the sister station, WHFS. When has this kid ever gone on a 30-minute rant about anything ever? 
This is so... You know where I found this? Without being cut off by Headstrong or Lincoln Park. <laughs> I can... I, you know, if you fill 25 of those minutes with uh, those uh, crap bands, then yeah. Big Zero and Douche, music intensive like the Treehouse. Uh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Dukes, whose real name is Chad Session. <laughs> you should just stuck with that. Chad Sippin' D. Uh, when he graduated from Lake Braddock Secondary School in 1997. What is the, what is the secondary school? Dubs is from Michigan. I'm from I'm from Dallas. What is secondary school? Is that middle school? Is that a retard school? I, I looked it up, and uh, apparently sometimes it's like has 7th grade through 12th grade. What? It's all like one big school or something. And some of them have special programs, <laughs> so... <laughs> 20 bucks, Dukes was in the classroom next to the boiler room. The red carpet room, as we like to call it. 20 bucks, Dukes was in that class that got to go to lunch first and by themselves in the cafeteria. He was the guy that ran to lunch all the way through his senior year. The bell rings. He's sprinting down the hall with his big, fat, trucking ass. Oh, my God. Um, graduated. I want the nachos. <laughs> Give me the nachos. Can I get two rolls? Two. Look at his big fat ass with his picture. <laughs> He's the star of... Oh, this is what's even worse. He is the star of the HFS radio show. All right, I got problems with... I got I got problem with star. Yeah, I got a problem with show there. <laughs> that show hurts. The big, the big Zero and Deuce show, where he rants and raves about everything, playing the part of douche Bateman. I love being on the air, said Dukes. What just happened to me on the off-ramp? I could talk about that for a half an hour. <laughs> Not too far off. That's a good impression. And it, and yeah, don, yeah. and what's that? How did he go for a whole sentence without being quoted donkey or silly or something? They may have edited that out. Can you believe that I'm now starting to not like the junkies because of the Big O and Duke show? It's really, they've turned me sour on them. An, ex, an experience at Home Depot in Fairfax after high school set Dukes on the talk radio. <laughs> talk radio host path. Um, <laughs> that path hasn't gone very far from working at Home Depot. <laughs> I think Sideshow slash New Rory over there is more of a talk show host than Big O or Dukes. Uh, the thing is, he had more of an audience when he was calling for people to move their car out of the fire lane. Excuse me, excuse me, Home Depot and Fairfax, we need you to move your car, please. Yeah, he's got a higher cum there than he does on his show, alleged show. Um, he saw he saw some who made the store a career. I don't know. Oh, the, the, the store, Home Depot. Okay. They're, Duke, Dukes, they're couldn't, Dukes couldn't imagine himself there, so he went to George Mason University where he had a radio program called the Sports Junkies Replay. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Just Sports was the name of his show there. But we're gay, too. <laughs> um, after that, he got an internship with the Junkies Sports Show on JFK, then moved to HFS where he is now. He puts in 34 hours, or 30 to 40 hours a week at HFS, 10 hours here at WJFK running soundboards. What's a soundboard? I don't know. I want, can Dukes come in here and uh, teach me how to run a soundboard? Because I've never heard of it. At 20 to 25 hours at the UPS in Kingston. He admits that his career track uh, wasn't all worked out early in life after struggling. <laughs> it's worked out. Yeah, he's a winner now. It's all working for you, Dukes. After struggling through high school without much direction, he hadn't found his way until he started carving a radio path. I was a mess until I turned about 22. 
Cake said. <laughs> um, Duke's show is broadcast from Sunday at 11.30 p.m. to 1 or 2 a.m. What kind of journalism is that? First of all, it's not even true. It starts at like 11.55, goes to like 1 o'clock. When you don't have a set show schedule, that's when you know you really don't have a show. At other times during the day, he does live on-the-spot reports in various places around D.C. for the junkies. He interviewed somebody, and then they go on to talk to people who had worked with him. Uh, <laughs> worked with him now at UPS and Kingstone. <laughs> here's one. Here's one. He's a goofy guy. When I heard he, when I heard he was on the radio, it was pretty cool. Nothing ever happens that he wants to talk about here at the UPS store. You can tell that's what he wants to do. That's his main focus. He always wants to go to work. He loves HFS. They can't believe I'm there packing boxes. Yeah, I don't think he likes real boxes. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't believe I'm there packing boxes. Uh, where are the 13-year-old boxes? Oh. Now, was this a gay experience at Home Depot that turned him to radio? It's just so funny, man. It's so funny whenever people are like... What's odd about this is that this was on DCRTV.com. This was on that website. And so you know Dukes probably pitched whatever crap newspaper that does this article. He calls them and says, hey, you know, I'm a big radio star now, just like Cameron did. I guarantee he didn't do anything. I guarantee his, his mom called him up, knew the editor. Hey, my son's doing really well for himself. He's really, he's silly good. He's not a donkey at all. He is Chad Dukes, and I think you should write a piece on him. Oh, okay. I, you know what? What if, Dubs, do you really... And this is something that I've always been torn about in our radio careers. Do we need press? No. People talk about the hideout needs to get its name out there. You need to get people to do newspaper articles on you. Why? I don't want to look like this a-hole. I don't either. I, I hate being the DJ who's in the newspaper. I hate being the DJ who's on local TV. I hate the local news pieces. Uh, that that well, they come into the studio and they got clips of you sitting around talking, like laughing on talking to a caller on the air, and just like laughing about it <laughs> being all goofy and, and well, silly. Well, we do really work hard behind the scenes here. And you really, I mean, it's not all the glitz and glamour that you hear on the air. You're wrong. This is easy. No hard work goes into this show or any other show. And I and the other thing, too, is that it makes radio look like such complete ass-wipe douchebags. Just because we're begging to get covered by all the other media. Yeah, we just want some sort of validation. Love me, Daddy. Love me, Fox 5. Love me, Washington Post. Love me, Springfield Connection. Or Orange County Review. Love me, love me, love me. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067 if you too would like to do a newspaper article on the hideout. Because <laughs> that's the thing. You've got to get your name out there. And that somehow, that, that newspaper article there is going to say something to somebody. Wow, this guy knows how to generate press. This guy knows how, to, knows how to create a hubbub. This guy, this guy is a headline grabber. I don't care if it's for the Springfield Connection. This guy, he knows what he's doing. He can make it happen. He is a talented donkey. That's what they're saying. A bona fide radio star. I like talented donkey. 
I don't like any of that. 800-636-1067-202432. I'm just, I'm just saying don't quit your UPS job. No. Yeah. Seriously? I would go ahead and, like... I've heard rumors. Focus. <laughs> what do you think? You get fired from UPS first or the uh, HFS first? And that's the other thing, too. All of us, we're all marked. We give, this could be the very last hideout ever. We don't know. Oh, speaking of, one reason why I think this could be the last hideout ever... I was torn. Usually the second segment I like to I like to jam pack with like the best the best material. We went to this website and actually I was turned on to it by uh, someone else who works here. Crackhorconfessions.com. <laughs> and it is it is such a an amazing porno website. Crackhorconfessions.com. My only thing is I want to wait until after ten o'clock to do it. So we're in the so called FCC safe hours. Uh, because I'm a little worried about the content. But this is funny stuff. This is funny, disturbing. Just to give you a little a little tease of what's going to be happening an hour from now, this guy goes around and he picks up crack whores. And so he interviews them. Just like on any of these... Uh, any any of these websites that you would see, where you go, like MILFHunter.com or anything else, where he goes to the web, he goes, he picks them up, he brings them back, he interviews them about their lives, and then he ends up having sex with them. CrackWhoreConfessions.com. You got one hour to prep. You, right there listening right now, have one hour to prep. In an hour, you're going to hear some of those interviews. And it, it brings up so many questions now as you're doing your prep. To listen to the show, A, should these women be sterilized? B, what kind of a man would have sex with a crack whore? And C, is this real? Because the most disturbing thing to me about this, this crackwhoreconfessions.com, it seems utterly real. A lot of these seem a little fake. It seems totally real. So check that out. 800 636 1067 one oh six seven. Yeah, we'll bring that up then. Then though. Okay. Dub's passing me a note. Should we pass it by him first? Yeah, I think we'll talk to him about it. We'll do that. Now, yesterday during the Ron and Fez show, and it's been all over. Like Rolling Stone put out this top five hundred albums. I ran down the list of the five hundred albums. Do you remember what the criteria was, Dubs, for the top five hundred albums? I don't think there really was a criteria. It could be. It could be best ofs. It could be anything. Okay. I feel like they left something off. A few things. I, I, I honestly feel that from 501 through 503 had to be the songs that we're going to, had to be the, the songs from the albums that we're playing for you here in a little bit. Um, one of those happens to be a band that Dubs and I have in common. Uh, Dubs, more so than me, being from Detroit, used to rummage around in the dumpster of the Insane Clown Posse. And I got turned on to the Insane Clown Posse, oddly enough, by wearing a Marilyn Manson hat. I was at a TGI Fridays. I was wearing a Marilyn Manson hat, and the guy's like, hey, you like Marilyn Manson? I think you'll dig these guys, this Insane Clown Posse. They're insane. They're crazy. They're clowns. It's really, really funny. It's, you know, it's deep, dark stuff. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll check it out. I'll give it a listen. Turns out to be great. The album that first turned me on and turned me into a juggalo was the great Malenko from ICP. Dubs, what would you say the best uh, albums are from the, from, from the clowns? I mean, Great Malenko is great just because it's, a, the, it's the most mainstream one. It's one everybody can agree on. That's great. I, I like them as, as they go on. You know, I like each of them are a little bit better. 
I like the new one, the Wraith. That one was great. But Malenko was definitely the uh, the the stone. You know, it was the it was the big point of their career. So number five oh three on the Rolling Stones top five hundred from the great Malenko ICP. Hallelujah. One oh six point seven WJFK. For the action. the first portion of your income. Say that with me. Give God the first portion of your income. Give it first. Not after the deducts. Not after the social security and the hospital. Not after all these things on your check. You say, well, I'm going to give God a little what's left. You do, and that's what you're going to get from God.
Christ, give me the healing power. I can feel it, Lord. Rumel, Lumel, Lama, Nama, Numel. This boy is healed. Now, to, to the naked eye, it would appear that this boy has not been healed. But I can assure you, this boy's spirit has been healed. Inside this tangled, mangled brain, is he healed, little boy? His spirit is healed. I'd like to complain about your show. Well, America, here's your chance to fight back. One. How about if I come down there and kick your ass? 800. Yeah, that'd be f***ing hilarious. 636-1067. It don't belong in the trash can. 202-432-1067. Welcome back to the Hideout 106.7 WJFK Saturday Night Brothers with you on this November 22nd of the year 2003. My name is Sefe. This is Jay Doug's uh, sideshow helping us out uh, with the uh, technical engineering of the show. And Tommy Bateman taking your phone calls at the aforementioned 800 636 1067 202 432 1067. Today, the anniversary, I believe 40th anniversary. Uh, was it 40th? I believe so. Of JFK getting assassinated in Dallas, Texas. Also today, too, Dubs, I don't know if you know this, and I'm, I'm hesitant to bring this up with you, because I know that you are a very uncaring person, and you're not the kind of person that I would rush to whenever I have feelings or issues, because you... Well, whenever it's a legitimate problem, I can help. Because you are the friend who will laugh right in the face of adversity. You will laugh at, at your adversity. At my adversity, exactly. Any time it's something involving Hefe, and it's you know it brings him down, or Hefe's down on his luck. Look, you're smiling now. It's I know. You're just smiling now. Just in anticipation of this, I I'm laughing. So, there's so many. I, I I'm I'm hesitant to bear my soul on the air because I know how you are, and how you'll goof. I'm not even going to, you know what, I'm not even going to do it. Not even going to do it. All right. One of the biggest problems that I've been getting about this show, though, J-Dub. Okay. One of the things that people keep telling me. More dubs? <sighs> no, surprisingly not, actually. Uh, I've heard it. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it. From Bateman in the back. He loves you. Rightfully so. But after last week, and I don't know how many people caught last week's show, and actually the week before that, the show has become super, super... I'll say it, gay. Very, very just queer. Again, not that there's anything wrong with that. You'll find no other bigger champions of homosexuality. The act or the unions, by the way, congratulating Massachusetts for doing something positive finally and not banning the gay marriage and saying it's okay for partners to have legal rights with each other. But even more so beyond that, with the Britney Spears impersonator interview, uh, RichardLand.com, Bo Lee, Brittany Love, the impersonator, and you and I fighting over who's going to have sex mm, with her first. Mm, Bo Lee. It's true, though. You go to the website, dude's hot. Banger, yeah. Dude's hot is Britney Spears, all right? How many times I got to fight you over this? <laughs> then, second, so we did that two weeks Hard ago. Hard to it up. Two weeks ago. And then, secondly, last week, uh, we actually got the calls of people calling us faggots. <laughs> for the tuck and trot 
Actually, they were calling us before that, just mentioning the whole thought of the Tekken trot. Okay, you know what? You're right. After we got those hate calls, we then did the Tekken trot. And the tuck and trot was because transsexuals are now going to be allowed to participate in the Olympics. I'm still not into that. I'm completely into it. We had I mean, the argument I, last week. I think that they should go at, in as a sex that they were born at. No, whatever. Whatever. You're, you're one of those. Me, you're a puritist. I, however, like to see games and fun, and it's about scoring and winning and being faster and quicker. I'm an American. I have to have it now. I don't, I don't need it now. I need it a minute ago. All right? And to me, it's going to be funny to watch people who used to have penises competing in the women's 100-yard dash. So to show how funny that was, last week, Dubs, Shafee, and myself tucked and ran to Allen's office and back. And not only did we tuck, we then showed each other our tucked selves. After, after Shafee said I had Bush, I, I trimmed. No. I trimmed it quite a bit. Uh, let's get gay No, again. no. Let's I'm get not, gay not doing it. I'm not doing it. Just just check out the uh, the midline right <laughs> I'm here. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Sideshow, please tell me you're not looking. Oh, I'm not. I have my I have my back turned. I'm not put, I'm not leaving it go until you just pull your pull your pants back up. I bought a trimmer for it and everything. Just take a look. No. Come on. Jesus Christ, I can't look. See, we're trying to get away from the... All right, fine. There it is. I looked. That was a look. Like a fat girl. Straight, nice, firm, straight line right there. It's a little stubbly, but it works. Resembles e Peter North. Easy cleanup. For two seconds, I thought we had Herschel Savage here in the studio. Randy West. My favorite. Who, who is your favorite? Honestly, let's... The guy? The favorite guy. Well, no, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before anything, acting ability-wise, like his, his acting and just like, who's your favorite male porn star? I'd have to say Randy West, definitely. He, he does, the, does the porns where he has to act and does a phenomenal job, I might say. And, you know, Peter North, he just doesn't do the acting right, you know? But Randy West, he pulls off the character. And I'm not joking. He can actually pull off the porn character that they give him. See, I, I'd have to... My favorite is Herschel Savage. Really? I think Herschel is gifted. I've got two specific porns that stick out of my mind. How to Marry a Rich Doctor. You want, I think that's yours. That's mine. Which I love. Is he the guy in the first scene? Um, no, he's no, he's the doctor. Oh, okay. He's okay. the doctor who ends up... Uh, the whole wedding is about. Oh, the <laughs> guy... The guy that... <laughs> his dork looks like a chocolate chip cookie. Yes, I don't know. No, yeah, he, he has some kind of liver spots on the thing. Well, He's so old. I don't, well, I don't know. Take a look at it when you go home. I'm not looking. No, I'm not looking for. I'm not. I'm not the little kid. I'm not trying to identify marks on Michael Jackson's hoo ha no, or Herschel Savage. Herschel Savage. Just look at his. Look at it. It has some liver spots. Why going. did you say chocolate chip cookie? Because it had like little brown spots on it. Like it's a cookie. Yum, yum, give me some. <laughs> okay. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about right here. You'll wonder why people are coming up to me and saying, Hefe, this show is too gay. <laughs> Actually, people are saying it's too gay? It's it, over the top? It's just, yeah. <laughs> I had somebody. Like, some people that work here? <sighs> yeah. Not that it's, no, not people that work here, but people are just like, man, the show is really, really queer. 
And I'm, uh, what I try to explain to them is that's humor. If you, and we talked about a lot, hazing, um, you, you look at uh, the, the fraternities and jackass and, you know, what Howard does and just everybody. All of the real fun is based in like this, this homophobic, like, but not humor. And I'm going to get our, our line, our voice guy, John Rock and Rogo, to cut a liner that says El Jefe's Hideout, specializing in homoerotic humor. Because that's what we do. But the other good one that Herschel Savage has, by the way, with his chocolate cookie, <laughs> is chocolate chip cookie. Actually, it's like, it's like the uh, Pillsbury roll that you, you get. How would you even notice and how would you even remember that it's Herschel Savage <laughs> that has the chocolate chip? Because you said which, which, what character he plays. And I didn't actually know that was Herschel Savage until you told me. And then I'm like, oh, chocolate chip cookie guy. <laughs> that's how I always identified him. But he's also in this one that's called, like, Sweet and Sinister... 18 year old or something where he plays like a he plays uh the the uh, the husband that comes home and the babysitter who just turned 18 and you know and there he's like sitting there watching tv and she's all pissed off because the tv's too loud and he's like well you know somebody's got to take care of me too and she goes do you need to be changed <laughs> and he's like as a matter of fact i do and so then they end up having sex. He's good. I, he's quality. I had Randy West in this one called The Witching Hour. And it's about this witch. She's totally grotesque, too. I have that one, too. You do? You? <laughs> I have all your porn. No, no. She's disgusting. No, I don't think that. I don't think you have mine because I brought mine from a friend and gave it back to him when we were in high school. So you must have another. I have one, too, that's about a witch who's completely disgusting. Randy West and Peter North are both yes. in it. And Randy West, I think Randy West is hitting it from the back, and he's like, I'm going to F you like a bitch. And she, she's like, like a what? A bitch. Oh, I thought you said something else. Like witch. <laughs> I have that one. Are you sure you gave it back? Because I know positive, I have it. Positive. And what, what? How odd is that? Because there are millions of porns in the world. Again, destiny that you and I are on the radio together. Well, me and my our, one of our old PDs of the uh, the um, <clears throat> the sports station that was our sister station in uh, our old cluster. He had one that I just bought. I had uh, Beefy Miss Buffy, and he's like, "Is that Beefy Miss Buffy?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like. Yeah, I love the the slogan underneath that she has a cute little box and a nice page or two. <laughs> so I'm getting feedback here that Peter North was in gay porn before he was in that, straight porn. That is just purely speculation. I'm not buying that. He's too much of a man's man. He looks like Steve Nash, the point guard for the Dallas Mavericks. Every time I see Peter North in something, I'm thinking Steve Nash. <laughs> I've always thought that for the longest time. Pizza rolls. Oh no! What's up, Jason? Jason, right from Jason Dead, Dead from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. Oh golly! All right, Jason's here. He brought the pizza rolls. You want to do the pizza roll roulette? We have to now. Jason brought pizza rolls. I thought we weren't gonna get gay today. Well, I'm trying to do this whole thing about not being gay. Come here, bro. Now we're gonna eat, now we're gonna eat nut rolls. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the gin, by the way. Hey, no problem. Jesus. All right, sideshow. You're in. I'm in. You're doing pizza roll roulette. Are you kidding me? No, you're, I'm not. You're in. All right. All right, who all wants to participate in pizza roll roulette? I've already participated once. I think I've uh, I've had my urn of passage to not do it this time. Do you want to talk? 
Do you want to? Do you you need you need to place the pizza rolls because you're the one that knows how to do this. I showered, so I should be pretty good. You're you're safe, man. Oh God! <laughs> Come on, I can't do this. This is gonna be great. No, Fantastic. <laughs> Jason, welcome into the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? Oh, another Jason oh, on the phone. Jason. <laughs> what's up, brother? What's going on, big daddy? Not too much. Can I help you? We're doing a pizza roll. Out of that. What the hell is that? Did you get that? Yeah. Nah. All right. He's right, though. We do need to just effing do it. Let me see the pizza rolls. For those of you that are just tuning in, Dubs and Shafee, who was here last week, did this whole... This guy from the sister station would always come in and steal the pizza rolls, and so they ended up tucking them in dirty places. And... And they took two out of five, and it ends up he ate all five, so he ate the ones that were tucked. We call the pizza roll roulette. I think we're going to recreate it today with Sideshow. Oh, this is so great. Look at these pizza rolls. This is fattening, man. Oh, no. They have pepperoni. to put it in your mouth. You don't have to bite down. You can take it all out. All right, and he only has to eat one out of the five. And I'll only do it to one out of the five. Oh, I can't eat one of those. No, not eat it. Just put it in your mouth. Put just, it in my mouth. Just put it in your mouth. And I'm only going to do it to one of the I five. I think I'll kill him. Listen to this. Just put it in your mouth. <laughs> Come, on. Come on. Just put it in your mouth. I've said right. that a lot of times. Just put it in your mouth. It'll be I'll go get these to Tommy so he can... Yeah, Tom, well, have up. Tommy come get them. Have Tommy come get those and warm them up. Pizza Roll Roulette, another what? exclusive... On El Jefe's hideout. How are you, Mr. DeadMoneyPokerClub.com? I am doing fantastic. I guess this count. <laughs> oh, my God. Bateman, come here. Wax off. All right, let me say something about Bateman real quick. Bateman, who is our producer, insists on wearing his karate uniform... For the radio show, complete with the white, like, this is the way I dress all the time. <laughs> the white robe and the red, the red bandana on his this head. Is, this is what I was wearing the time we got kicked out of Bridges last week. It really was. You had it on underneath. Yep. You son of a bitch. What are you do? And what's creepy is like, all right, I can understand wearing it for the show because it's funny. And Jason from Dead Money Poker Club happened to show up and he got a laugh out of it. He is doing this off the air. It's like a Superman costume, and he's always got it on, so just in case, bam, there. It's an hour before the show, and he's running around the JFK compound with his goddamn Karate Kid uniform on. What's wrong with that? It's crazy. Until you drop. <laughs> Go warm up the pizza rolls. Until you reach the top. You're the best in town. Listen to that sound. All right, enough out of you. Well, my whole point of getting into this at about You're the, the best around. The whole thing. <laughs> stop that. The whole thing about me getting into this show being too gay. Okay. Was that we need to do something to get ourselves out of this? We need either hot chicks in studio. What is on your screen? What do you mean, what's on my... That's a chick. That is not a chick. That's a chick's butt. That's not a chick's butt. That's a chick's butt. That's a manly butt. <laughs> what is this? Why do you keep throwing me off? I don't know, because you're talking about gay stuff, and I see a big man-ass staring at me. You're so into that. I am. What's going on with you? You got a big event coming up uh, tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, we got a uh, poker tournament at the game parlor in Woodbridge tomorrow. 
DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. How do you get involved with all this, man? What do you got to do? Yeah, basically, uh, if you like to play poker and stuff, we're just uh, just a bunch of guys and gals in the metro D.C. area that like to get together and play poker. No real gambling involved. It's like a bowling league or whatever, but it's uh, it's poker. So oh, okay. Cool. Do hot chicks play poker? Oh, yeah. Hot Seriously? Poker. And uh, a lot of times, uh, hot chicks sit around and watch other people play poker. He, he brought a lot of nice ones out to, uh, out to Dave and Buster's. Really? Yeah. It's hard for me to believe that hot chicks are willing to sit around a card table and play cards. It's girls and money. Yeah. It's really the money. It's not really the game. It's just the money. And it's like the poker. There, there's a whole thrill of winning money, losing money. You get to pick who you're with, you know. It's like, I don't know, it's like a, almost, a, almost a dating club on top of... You know, you, you're finding, you find a lot of gold diggers doing that. Do you find people run in circles together and they hook up from people at different tables and things like that? I mean, are there teams like... Do people wear shirts like it's a bowling league? No, no, not at all, man. It's just uh, just making sure that uh, all of the police in the metro D.C. area know that there's no gambling going on at the club. But, okay, uh, that there's not, not real money or whatever. Right, exactly. But, uh, but no, but there's definitely girls that uh, I would... Say poker groupies that come out and just hang out. Are you watch kidding the me? Poker, yeah. Oh, you're doing so good. You made it to the final table. It's so great. Wow, man. That's good. It's how a nice atmosphere. How are there poker groupies? There's groupies for everything. Not, not the hideout. Yeah, not the hideout. Apparently, well, it's too gay, man. It's not gay. There'd be groupies. <laughs> that, man. That's true. I'm sure there's plenty of guys who want to come. We out got here. Chad Dukes Bowling and DCRTV.com. Dave, there are groupies right there. Oh, I'm happy with that. Sausage. As long as I'm top, of, I'm on top of bully. So many freaking helmets, helmet heads. Listen to the show. All right. So are the are the pizza rolls ready? Oh, sideshow, are you into this? What? I don't understand. Am I just sticking the whole thing in my mouth? Yeah, one pizza roll. I'm gonna put one out of the five. I'm gonna tuck it. One out of the five. I'm gonna tuck. You're gonna pick one of the five and put it in your mouth. And. Or we're going to find out if you put the one that I... Oh. You know, I don't think that one out of five, That's those odds are too... What do you think about those odds? You're, you're a gambling man, one, Jason. One to five, man. That's a sucker fact, dude. I'd put at least two to five. One. I tell you what we're going to do. I like to make the show interesting. But you should get. You should have one, like you said, with something positive, that if he hits it, he gets something good. All right, here's what it is. Right, here's what it is. Three. Three get tucked. <laughs> Three get tucked, and then there's one... That has 24 pack written on it. 24 pack of beer. You're 21. I'm into that. You're of age. That's solid, man. That's You're of age. Deal. One has 24 pack. Three have nut cheese. And there's five of them. And there's five. And then there's and one that's one the that Joker. Is, yeah. Now, how far do I have to stick this in my mouth? You have to hold it in your mouth for you 20 seconds. Yep. 20 seconds. And for those 20 seconds, at the end of the 20 seconds, we're going to tell you. No, 30 seconds. At the end of the 30 seconds, we're going to tell you whether or not you've got dubs um, from Munda Cheese all over that pizza roll. Right. Or if you've just won a 24-pack of beer. And i tell you what, man. we got some lovely parting gifts here. i got some homemade wine. And uh, just for participating in tonight's pizza roll roulette, we'll get you some wine. So you're going to get alcohol no matter what. Again, that's Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. Sideshow. Hey, you're you're lucky. We fit in, we spit in Fidel's face. Oh, I'm lucky. I know. Actually, I think this <laughs> is getting, worse. You're getting a reward. This is worse. <laughs> this is, all right, here's what. Let's do mandatory Manson. Okay. We'll do mandatory Manson first, and then we'll come back and uh, we'll end up uh, we'll end up doing the whole thing with sidetrack. <laughs> mandatory. Girl. 
FA's hideout. By the police state mentality. 106.7. Now we talked about number 503 on the Rock and uh, Rolling Stone article being the great Malenko. To me, it had to be 501. I don't know how they could have left it off. Antichrist Superstar. This is the final track from that CD. Marilyn Manson, Man That You Fear. El Jefe's Hideout exclusive Mandatory Manson. We'll be back with Pizza Roll Roulette on 106.7 WJFK.
Entertaining more men than DuPont Circle. Okay, just don't get it in my eye. LFA Sideshow. 106.7 WJFK. And welcome back to El Jefe's Hideout 106.7 WJFK. That was mandatory Marilyn Manson. <sighs> Man That You Fear from Antichrist Superstar. In my opinion, had to be album number 501 on the Rolling Stone Top 500 because that's a great album through and through. You listen to the beginning, the middle, and the end. There's a, there's a story there. There's a whole bunch going on. It all ties in together. A great concept album within itself. The Marilyn Manson Antichrist Superstore. Uh, super, uh, super, antichrist, uh, superstar. 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 Sorry. I'm a little thrown off <clears throat> because last segment I went to a whole rant about how gay the show is and how I wanted to move the show away from that. And in the middle, uh, a few segments ago, Dubs was talking about how he and Shafee, our buddy from Detroit who was on the show last weekend, had this overnight guy when we were all working in the same cluster who used to come over and steal their pizza rolls during their shift. They got pissed and tired of it, so what they decide to do is they stick a couple of the pizza rolls down their pants, two out of the five, and then they decide they're going to bring the guy over, and he ate the pizza rolls unknowingly. Uh, Dubs and Shafee would call this pizza roll roulette. What I have to say is going to become a regular game on El Jefe's Hideout. <laughs> so now we have Sideshow, who has his <laughs> second night, uh, helping to run the board and engineer El Jefe's hideout. Everybody has to earn a hideout pass. We spit in Fidel's face. Um, but what else have we done to other members of this show? Nothing. I think it's really the people we don't like. <laughs> Thanks. So here he is. <clears throat> Sideshow. We decided, we've put, we've put this on the line. Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. By the way, the leader... In the Pizza for Plugs contest, I'd say this is three now three weekends that dead, that DeadMoneyPokerClub.com is uh, just running away with the Pizza for Plugs title. Three for three. Because not only did he bring us pizza the last two weekends, he brought us pizza rolls when we were talking about this. So, Sideshow, you should actually be thanking Jason here for this. Oh, thank you so much. So here's what we have done. Dubs has five pizza rolls laid out here on the counter. All numbered, one through five. And three of them have been put down Dubs' pants to marinate during the Marilyn Manson mandatory Manson that you just heard. With that, three of them have been down Dubs' pants. One of them is the special one, which will get Sideshow a 24-pack of beer. The other one is just the plain one, the wild card. Nothing. Nothing happens. He just puts it in his mouth. To take on top of all this... Uh, Sideshow is a vegetarian. So we're not going to make you eat these, but you have to place them in your mouth. Just one of them. For 30 seconds. Now, I saw you whenever you came in here, you were actually scoping uh, the different pizza rolls, looking for hints. Uh, were you looking for dingleberries? I, I was just trying to see if there was any different marks on one than the other. Now, if we can make this a little bit more interesting, he puts it in his mouth, keeps it in there, takes it out, and he decides if he wants to keep on going. 
and try to get that 12-pack of beer or 24-pack of beer, <laughs> or he can just stop and think, say, okay, I'm going to take my chances with the, I got the one with the beer. But he'll be taking more chances of getting a... Sideshow, what do you think? It's up to him after he puts the first one in his mouth. Yeah, I have nothing to lose. I, I want, my question here is, can I smell them? No. I can't smell them. No, you can't. You can go ahead. No. No, 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 no. Because you have a very distinct smell, Dubs. I, I showered right before I came here. But you know what Dubs does when he showers? He puts the same underwear on. And he'll do that for three straight days. Not this time. I changed my underwear, too. Everything's been changed. Oil's been changed. I still don't want him to smell them. Okay. You farted, didn't you? Have you farted today? Not since I've showered. So really, he's eating nothing. Well, look. All right. I, I don't want to get too graphic, but I... <clears throat> my boys hang a little down and end up in between the pillows. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he is eating something. Sweat more than anything else? Sweat and what... Sack I, sweat. I wipe forward, too. Sack sweat. Right. Are you telling me you pooed since your shower? Okay. That's all I needed to know. That makes me feel better about the bit. Are you ready? Sideshow. One through five. A little music to make you feel like what you're doing is uh, somehow important. Here it is. El Jefe's hideout. Pizza roll roulette. Three out of five have been down Dubs' pants. One of them gets Sideshow a 24-pack of beer, and one of them, nothing. As you look through one through five, Sideshow, yeah. is there anyone in particular that you're looking that Any looks of, that looks extra special good to you? Any of them catching your eye? One's got a little uh, white thing on them. <laughs> Another one has a red thing on them. And one just has a little smooth wet spot on it, so I, you know. Go for it. All right. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. The 24-pack is right here. Number five. Hold it for 30 seconds. And now, in your mouth, <laughs> in your mouth could either be what has been down Dubs' pants. <laughs> Look at his face. Look at his you can, tell, you can like, make a little grunts, too. Tell me what you're thinking. Uh, I, as you hold it in your mouth, what do you think? How's it taste? <laughs> no, you can't. It hasn't been 30 seconds yet. He's got his eyes closed. He never knew when 30 seconds started. I'm losing my tongue. All right, go ahead. You can take it out now. He took number five. Do you want to keep going? Do you want to know what it is? Or do you want to keep going? So you, you won't tell me right now? If, if, you, if you No, I won't tell you right now if you keep going. But we'll tell you right now if you want to stop. You get a 24-pack of beer on the line. So basically what I could do is I could go through like as many as I want to get the 24-pack. Yeah. But you, you'll know that you had it. Yeah. This is giving you a guarantee. I'll do one more. One All right. more? All right. Number three. All right, number three. 30 seconds. This is bad. Come on. 
I love you, Sideshow. Get in there and do it for Mick. Hold it. Hold it between your teeth. Put it in your mouth and hold it. (laughs) Take it out. Take it out. (laughs) Sideshow. Do you want to know? You want to keep going? No. That's it. No No whammy. All right. Sideshow. Just so you know, you ready right, to now find out? Let's go through the ones that he didn't. Okay. Number one was down my pants. So good for you yeah. for thinking no. Good. Number two was not down my pants. Uh, so let's think of that. You've taken two now. So number one was down his pants. Number two was not down his pants. This leaves you ate three and five. Now, either both three and five were down his pants, and number four, which you did not pick, was the 24-pack, four, 24-pack, or one of the two that you put in your mouth wins you the 24-pack of beer, Sideshow. I feel sick. All right. <laughs> Should we go with number three now? Go with number three now. Number three was down my pants. Number three, which was in your mouth, was down j pants. I knew it. How could you tell? I could tell. I, I, <laughs> I was shaking. I knew Describe it. Describe it. It was dis- disgusting. It had a terrible... It felt weird on my tongue. <laughs> I knew it. I was spitting all over the place. <sighs> all right. That's what Dubs' cute little girl has to deal with. It's so weird. You, see, you look you look dirty. Even when you shower, you look all greasy and disgusting. I know. Number four. Now, here's the thing. This is the big one. This is either did you put it in your mouth, the one that had another one, did you have two in your mouth that were down Dubs' pants and win nothing, or uh, did you end up winning the, five, the, the 24 pack? What was number four, J-Dubs? Number four was in my pants. Woo! The thing is, if you would have stopped after the first one, he would have gotten the 24 back and not had to put oh. <laughs> The thing is, as Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com is sitting here with me and Dubs, and you choose number five first, which was the 24 pack, we all look at each other, and the great thing is you had your eyes closed. You had your eyes closed oh. trying to imagine whether or not what was in your mouth was down Dubs' pants. We're sitting here going, what do we do now? What do we do now? He wins the 24-pack. This is no good for the bit. Dubs, being the genius that you are up top, off the top of his head decides, do you want to stop now or do you want to keep going? So after the first one, you won the 24-pack. Dubs conned you (laughs) into going one step further and sticking a pizza roll in your mouth for 30 seconds that had been down his pants. Well done. Well done. So not only did you have uh, the pepperoni pizza in your mouth, but you had uh, some of Dubs' pepperoni in your Thanks mouth. Thanks for reminding me. That, some of Dubs' pepperoni was in your mouth. How does that feel? Can I go to the bathroom? No, not yet. I think we want to go a little bit longer with this segment. <laughs> longer? 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Ladies and gentlemen, you have just witnessed... Pizza Roll Roulette. Yay! Another exclusive on El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. If you want to leave, you can. Do you want to go ahead and go and wash your mouth out? A little wash out. All right, go ahead, bro. I'll take a take care of it. See ya. You're going to come back, right? 
Wow. There he goes, sideshow, earning his hideout pass. What's he going to say when he finds out I don't have enough money for a 24-pack on me? <laughs> I don't have any money. Do you? I'm broke, man. <laughs> He's going to have to collect on Monday. <laughs> I'll let him take home the wine that Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com made for me. He's just now probably hearing this as he's in the bathroom washing it. You should pay him an installment plan. So you should give him like a beer on Monday, like two beers on Wednesday. Hey, how about this? How about we double or nothing? We got three left and two pizza rolls that have been down your pants. If he picks the right one, he'll get 48 beers. We'll just buy him a keg. Want me to, want me to mix these up then? Yeah, mix them up. You know he's not going to do it. I feel so bad for the kid. What is it? What is it that people who come in here and do... Honestly, Dubs, what is it that the people who come in here and do stuff for no, free he, for us... I can't, I can't do that because he already noticed that the one... Really? Yeah. He, know, he knows how they look now. And the, and the calls are coming. John, welcome into the hideout. Hey, I mean, I'm sitting here listening with my girlfriend right now. Mm-hmm. We can't really figure out why you enjoy being as gay. You know, and let's, let's analyze that for a second. What is it that's so funny about pizza roll roulette? I mean, when you think about the actual game itself, the fact that you stick three out of five pizza rolls down your pants and con, con your coworker into sticking them in his mouth for 30 seconds. What, that's not funny to you? I mean, it's funny, but... Well, that's all I need to know. Thank you so much for the phone call. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Thank you for validating Ojefe's Hideout, specializing in homoerotic humor. <clears throat> wow, Dubs. I don't know how much further we can take this. I don't know where we could go from here. I know where we could go. Crackwhoreconfessions.com. Yeah. Only ten minutes left until we can get to the quote-unquote FCC safe hours. I think we should have saved the uh, pizza roll roulette for that time, too. You think so? No, it's fine. Is it fine? Okay. Yeah. Well, you look all worried now. I am a little. <laughs> really? Why? I don't know. It just worries me just a little bit. No. There's nothing wrong with sticking food down your pants. Have someone else eat it? Co-worker? He, he'd actually eat it, so I think we're safe. Hey, just... Um, Imagine if he gets crabs. Yeah, but he works here. It's okay. If you would have just brought somebody off the street, man, I mean it. <laughs> Imagine if he ends up getting crabs in the mouth. Turn your mic up. That's what, that's what Bateman here is telling me, that you need to turn your mic up. Guys. All right. That's a little bit better. <clears throat> Very good. So I started this whole rant about this show being too gay to lead me to a specific point. I am honestly of the opinion, there's Sideshow. Hey, buddy. Yay. You doing all right? Feeling better. Are you? Yeah. You're not going to sue us, are you? No. Okay. We have that on tape. <laughs> mark that as... <laughs> mark uh, that for best of. Mark that, yeah. Mark that for the mixtape and uh, for legal as well. <laughs> he already said he's not going to sue. Do you feel gay? I feel weird. I don't know if it's a gay feeling or what. It just... Yeah, I feel weird. Do you, do you feel like we violated you? A tad bit. <laughs> now, I'll tell you why. Because when I... Spit it out that uh, that one that was one. I saw a little piece of hair come out of that one. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> that that was that's why I was looking down that whole time. I, I feel very accomplished. 
You really should, you really shouldn't get on a Jay Dubs because really he increased your odds. Yes, you hit it on the first time, but you know he was doing you a favor. He increased your odds in your mind of winning the beer. And this guy, he's in the whole like gambling thing. Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. He knows it's all about increasing your odds. You did that. You did what you would need to do if you were playing a game of real roulette uh, or any poker, blackjack, whatever advantage you can take when you're playing a game. Like your Barry Bonds and steroids in baseball, whoever. You got to take the advantage if it's given for you. And I'm telling you, that's why you're going to go a long way in this business, son. Because you're willing to take the advantage. Because you're willing to take the extra pizza roll. Yeah. The one with <laughs> hair on it, dubs hair, S sack hair and sweat. That's what you're about. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise either. You're nothing but sack hair and sweat. That's all you are, man. You got to be proud of that. In fact, I don't like the nickname Sideshow. From now on, your sack sweat. Sack sweat? It's El Jefe, J-Dubs, and sack sweat on the hideout. <laughs> All right, bro. Do we have any commercials to get together? I feel like I want to take a break because as we get the break, we can come back and we can do our crackcoreconfessions.com. I, I never get the chance to finally say why I wanted to do this, and we're not going to have time for it tonight. But let me ask you about this, Jason. Dubs. Dubs, I know you have a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You're very happy in your relationship. At the same time, too, there are problems that arise, of course, with that relationship, specifically because of the show. Um, you know, I, I know, I know, and you can't tell me. I know that you were hesitant to talk about certain subjects and bring certain things up because your girl listens to the show. I have no problem with that. In fact, I respect you. That's part of the reason why I'm divorced, because I couldn't hold back. You somehow are able to censor yourself. What I would like to do is for the hideout to get fake show girlfriends, girls that are real and that we actually meet and we hang out with, but it's nothing sexual. It's one of these things where we can have them and we can take them to the events like the Ron and Fez Dave and Buster's party. Um, we can have them go out to the exchange with us whenever we're doing live broadcasts. But we don't get sexual with them. But that way, whenever we're talking on the air about everyday life things, we can refer to, let's say, for example, Melissa the Spokesmodel was my show girlfriend. Every time I was bringing up something that had to do with the relationship, I just referenced Melissa. You know what I'm saying? That instead of my ex-wife. Yeah. Or anyone who I am currently with or dating getting pissed off because I, they think I'm talking about them in that specific relationship. I can either say, A, I'm making it up. You know, it isn't real. Or B, I'm talking about Melissa and with me having a fake girlfriend, show girlfriend in Melissa. Nobody's going to figure out that you're really my girlfriend and this really happened between you and I. Dubs, what do you think of this idea? I mean, I, to each his own, you know, you can do it if you want to, but... The thing is, I can talk about my girlfriend, I can, but I choose to talk about the things that I find interesting and I find appropriate. And I have no problem with bringing my girlfriend around to different events. So for me, that really doesn't make sense. But for you, who doesn't really have a steady person that you can actually talk about and relate every day without, you know... Um, Without changing the name of the girl every day to whoever you're seeing. Because I want to have be able to some, have some sort of constant in yeah. the show and in my life. There has to be some kind of stability. Uh, exactly. What do you think about this, Jason, from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com? Well, um, for a while I've been making most of my living playing illegal poker. So you could say that my wife is a fairly tolerant person anyway. Um, 
But uh, I think if you want to have, you know, your fake show girlfriend, that's good. But if you're talking about Melissa, I would say you go the other way. You actually have a purely sexual relationship with her. Oh, There's yeah. nothing else going on. How and hot? then you have that. How hot is that's the way to go. Mama. And not to say anything about Laura. I mean, Laura's good. Melissa's the one I prefer. Oh, she's. Where's her? Where's her next appearance? When are you and uh, her hooking up again, Dubs? Was there any sexual chemistry between the two of you? I don't think so. Not at all. I don't think so. That's not what I heard. Yeah. You uh-huh. wanted it? A little, little bit. I can understand that. She wanted some sack sweat on her forehead. <laughs> well, she can ask new Roy how it tastes. Sack sweat. And now all new, sweat. all new Roy has to do is lick her. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break. We're coming back. It's El Jefe's Hideout. It's 106.7 WJFK. Who wants another eargasm? Oh, God, no more. No. El Jefe's Hideout. Delivering more eargasms an hour than any other show in the nation. Tonight, we're going to launch a new revolution. 106.7. One that will rock and roll your senses. And you are my test pilots. You're going to kiss the sun and taste the Welcome back into El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Your Saturday Night Brothers are back with you. Light up the phone lines, open lines. Enjoy the show if you want. It's all here for you, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I am here joined by J-Dubs, my uh, best bud in the world, and, and by the way, a comedic genius. Uh, Thank you. A master manipulator. Thank you. Tommy taking your phone calls. Tommy Bateman in the back uh, at the aforementioned phone numbers. Sideshow, who has earned, earned his hideout pass. Oh, why, thank you. Not that it really means anything, considering Fidel was booted off the show a mere couple months after we spit in his face. But we like you. We genuinely like you. Know that. Yeah, I actually felt bad about that. Yeah, that one did hurt. Yeah. yeah we, we were talking about it outside. We genuinely have problems with uh, treating our coworkers with respect. And the other voice that you're going to hear during this segment is uh, Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. In the lead with the pizza for plugs, three straight weekends, just running away with the title uh, in this contest, brought us to Pizza Rolls for Pizza Roll Roulette. But you're right, Dubs. I was outside with Dubs as he was smoking, and I looked him in the face and said, we have issues. We seriously have something wrong with us where we abuse our coworkers. And I don't know if it's within our nature I don't know if it, we feel like we missed out on something because we didn't join a fraternity. Yeah, we didn't get to do all the hazing. Imagine, I mean, if you're at a frat, you listen to the hideout, and you're coming up with all of your material for the pledges. Vice versa, I feel like we need frats to help contribute a little bit. Maybe kick us a few ideas that we haven't already thought of. And that's what this show is. Or at least kicking the beer for the contest. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to get you that beer. Sideshow. We'll get it to you. I'm broke, though. Not tonight? 
I, we'll, we'll find something. We'll figure something out. Yeah. We'll figure something out. That, right. I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to leave you hanging. I'll, I, if I have to go exchange some Armor All for a 24-pack of beer, I'll do that for you. You have 24 bottles of Armor All in your car? I don't think so. We'll figure it out, though. <laughs> um, so, Dubs, this is... We have, we have a, a buddy who works here, Travis. And Travis turned me on to this website last weekend. And as soon as I saw it, and I heard the audio from the website, I was like, this is gold. It's, it's disturbing... It's funny, it's filthy, it's sexy, all in the same breath. And we told you about the site an hour ago because we wanted you to prep. It's called CrackWhoreConfessions.com. Again, only go if you are over the age of 18. We hi- I know we got a, lo- a lot of junior hideout members that, you know, don't. I, we do not recommend that you go to this site because it's a filthy, disgusting site with a lot of uh, boobs. And crack whores. And that's why we love it. And that's what you're telling people that are underage. Don't go there because there's a lot of boobs. I just want to warn them. I just, okay. I just want to warn them what they may be getting themselves into. Don't go there because there's totally no boobs at all. You don't want to see it. Yeah, there's nothing, there's, there's nothing to see here. It's a lot of science and physics and uh, algebra. Keep on going. Nothing to see here. On crackwhoreconfessions.com. <laughs> Imagine if there was any math here. So I'm looking through this site. And we'll call him Big T. Big T shows me, uh, like, play some of the audio for me. And I have a number of questions. But first, as you go to the Crack Core Confessions front page, you see um, they have Kate, the newest crack whore, and they tell her story. Like, these girls are, oh, God, they're, they're, too, they're too good to be true. Like, they're, they're just too crack whore to be fake, you know? You look at them, and they're chicks that you would see at, like, the dirtiest, scuzziest bar in your town. Yeah, they're... They're, they're all white? That's, you, oddly enough, Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com, yes, they all are white. They're like the, oh. they're the chicks that, like, over at the redneck bars serve you all the schooners. Yeah, you know? the ones that are working late, um, that, ha- that are there every single night because they have nowhere else to go. Give, yep. me, give me a natty, natty light, sweetheart. Now, unlike the porno yeah, that Shafee <laughs> that Shafee told me about last week, pop that coochie, um, which he said was all like black crack whores, like missing teeth and stuff. Apparently, this is kind of weird because this is all white. These all are, white trash. Yeah, it's all nice. white trash crack whores. And you brought up an interesting point during the break, Jason, that it kind of leads you to believe that this could be fake. Because you would think, I mean, crack isn't something that just says we're just going to be. Yeah, it's not a racial thing. Yeah. Everybody smokes crack. And so I wonder if it's, uh, like that's on their end where they're only going to have white chicks or. Or maybe where they're at. They're yeah, white it could be up horse. in Montana or something. Because I was surprised when we were talking about crack whores last weekend, Dubs. Yeah. You said that crack is a big epidemic in Fowlerville. It got pretty big for a while. I haven't, you know, I haven't been there in a while and I haven't heard how it went. But, yeah, there's a lot of white people doing crack. These chicks easily look like they could be working side by side with you at Fowlerville Farms. Yeah, they really could. The blooded goat down on Main Street. So first up with the audio from CatCoreConfessions.com is Alexis. And here is Alexis's story. The vast minimum wage. That's not it. Hold on a second. Here we go. How'd your teeth get up? I was beaten in the face with knocksticks by the police department. <laughs> what? I got beaten in the head with a quart of beer. <laughs> he asked, how did her teeth get knocked out? She says, I was beaten in the face with knife sticks by the police department. And that's what f***ed up your head where you started having seizures? Yeah. Who beat you in the head with a beer? Is that a her? A pound. 
your dad murdered a prostitute? Cut her up in the freezer. Cut her up and put her in the freezer? <laughs> All right. All right. Now, wait a second. <laughs> You guys are laughing at this. You guys are laughing because so, know this girl. Because so far, she got beat up in the teeth and got her teeth knocked out by the cops. Now, do they show her teeth? I think if I click and we look at the free trailer. Um, yes, I want to. Yes, play it. It's going to show it off over here. To the I want to see. There she is. Oh yeah. Hey, her teeth are completely missing. If you look at crackcoreconfessions.com. Hey, let me start. Are you serious? What was he doing with the body in the freezer? He thought he could hide it in there. Oh, and how did he get caught? Well, I went to the neighbors and told the neighbors there was somebody dead in a freezer. Did your mom know it was there? Yeah. They all knew it was there. What'd your mom do? Prostitute. Your mom was a prostitute? You think your mom killed the <laughs> whore and put her in the freezer? I got pregnant with my stepfather. Nice. You got pregnant by your stepfather at 13? Mm -hmm. Wow. That was her in a relationship. And she said you ruined her relationship? This bar owner got tired of seeing my mom doing his kids any kind of way. You know, she waited for us to leave, and she got all those kids out of the house and set the house on fire. The trailer. This pimp guy would come over to her house, and, you know, when we were younger, and so and he would tell us to suck his <laughs> for candy and stuff like that. Who would? Her pimp. That's nice, honey. You can suck some <laughs> Oh. And so the, the whole thing is, these crack whores, they, they, they tell their life stories, then they uh, give them oral. Yeah. And, and here's my thing. I'm so torn because, yes, it is funny. <laughs> you hear us laughing at it because you think there's no way all this could oh, happen to one person. I, I didn't know that was her chest right there. I thought that was her belly button. Yeah, that's her chest. I'm in. I'm in. I'm getting this picture. You think so, Jason? I gotta hear more. You can put a link up on deadmoneypokerclub.com. It's so. But I mean, you hear this stuff and you feel bad for it. It's like, here's my one of my biggest things ever is that people never look to see why people are the way they are. They look at a crack whore and they just think, you scumbag. Why don't you get off the streets? Why don't you go get a real job? You know what? Nobody ever takes into consideration how this Alexis got to be a crack whore. I'll be honest. Like, if I ever saw a crack whore, never in my mind has gone, well, probably her dad cut up a prostitute and put her to freezer. That never went through my mind. I, I've been having real issues when I see cr crackheads or bums walking down the street. I, I always think, you know, well, one at one time, this this guy had it all figured out. He was living, you know, like a normal person. What got him to that point where he's now begging for change, holding the sign in the median, begging you to, uh, you know, throw him a dollar, God bless. And I, I, don't, I don't understand it. And that's, that's what's so weird about the whole thing. When you honestly, I hate when people just, they yell at people and they hate people and they call them scumbags and degenerates and they have no idea the story that led up to this chick, Alexis, Going on to crackhoreconfessions.com, talking about she was beaten in the face. That's how she lost her teeth. She has seizures now because somebody threw a bottle over her head. Her dad chopped up a prostitute, kept it in the freezer. Her mom was a prostitute. Her mom's pimp used to come over and have sex with the girls for candy. And then at the end of this, at the end of this, what's so disturbing is the guy's like, so you used to have to sip D for candy. Oh, wow, that's terrible. Well, why don't you come over here and sip this D? And then they get going. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that just completely... It has to be real, though. Like, 
no matter what, you can't find people enough people that don't have teeth that want to do this. Bateman, what's wrong with that? She got candy out of it. She's not like shit out of nothing. It. Go away. Well, I mean, she got candy. Out go. Of it. I mean, it wasn't like he forced her to do Shut it. Shut up. Go. <laughs> Christ Almighty. <laughs> but you know, and then that's the other thing too is you look at this. This seems real. You look at this chick, she's missing the teeth. Yeah. This isn't some actress. Yeah, it, it's not like she's wearing those uh, teeth you get out of the gumbo machine. And for those of you that are porno aficionados, like we happen to be here, some of us who notice that Herschel Savage's, you know, wanker looks like a chocolate chip cookie. Like, not not actually the cookie, the dough. Oh, the, uh, all right, all right, all right. Trying to stop the homosexuality here. Okay. Bangboss.com, Mike'sApartment.com, MilfHunter.com, all of these... They're could, fake. Could be fake, yeah. You know. They set it up. They probably have actresses that do this. But you go to this crackwhoreconfessions.com, you look at this. This looks really real. And so I'm just wondering, is this taking it too far? No. What kind of person could, could, I mean, from the normal porn? I mean, obviously oh, you got okay. the, the kitty stuff and the, you know, the water sports and the, the poo stuff. I, I, I don't know. I think uh, water sports and poo stuff uh, actually has more morals than this. Are you being serious? Yeah, I mean that's personal preference, right there. The uh, the uh, water sports and poo, but <laughs> when you when you go like this and just take advantage of someone, it's actually worse than you know. And I wonder if like they get paid. I'm sure yeah, they sure. gotta get paid. Sure. They, they, have to, they have to sign some kind of contract and everything. I guarantee it. And they get you know. And they show her smoking crack, and this is so sad. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Uh, this next one is Kimmy. Kimmy from CrackCoreConfessionals.com. Can you put, bring her up real quick? Yeah, I'm trying to get it over there. On a high face hideout, 106.7 WJFK. <coughs> Here's Kimmy. Kimmy says she'll take it all, baby. No. If your mom knows what you're into. Yeah, she's got this dude that um, has been a part of the family. I've known him for uh, 12 years. She says they never do anything. But this guy pays her a car note. He's taken us to Disney and stayed in the motel room right like on the other side of the motel. And she'll go out for a couple hours. We're going to go out to watch a movie and get normal. something to eat. Yeah, right. You know, I thought this might have been true back then. But my dad would always say, you know, you're about that old man, you know, friends of ours, huh? for coming by. She opens up the f***ing door. They knock on the door. She opens as wide as it'll go. And I'm standing there with a the f***ing goddamn strap on hanging down. Like, <laughs> it's like, what the f*** is going on in here? There's a guy bent over a chair. How old were you when you started dancing? 17. 17? Nice. You know, I was two months shy of my 18th birthday. My aunt was a dancer, too. There was? My aunt, she's dead now. She died over here, whenever it is. But she got me into dancing. She got you into dancing? Mm -hmm. First person I ever smoked crack with was with her. Nice. Right, she's on the family. Ooh, do that tongue trick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll take it off. This is, this is worth whatever monthly now, subscription you got to pay for that. That's great. Now. She looks fairly normal. And that's the other thing that's weird about this website. She looks normal. You could look at her. Yeah, until she's effed up a little bit. She's probably the best-looking one on here, Kimmy. And she's easily somebody that we'd see over at Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she looks normal. I'm not saying she's hot. <laughs> she's one, if the if the lights are turned down. You're like, damn, look. And you're like, who's three or four beers. Yeah, 50 yeah, cents bumping. Right. You're thinking, eh, I'm taking this one home tonight. Little do you know she's a crack whore. With her, with her aunt, her stripper aunt, who got her into prostitution, 
and died of a heroin overdose. That's classic. Now, my thing, going back to this, is what kind of guy is this that's putting together this website? A genius. You think so? Absolutely. 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 Why would you say he's a genius? That's gold. I mean, he he knows what sells. If if it didn't sell, I'd guarantee he wouldn't be doing it. And not at the volume. Have you ever gotten to the point, have you ever been so horny that you'd be willing to bang a crack whore? No. I've been offered twice. And you never took advantage? Never took advantage. I just, disease alone I think would scare me most. What about you, Sideshow? I think I would. For what you're willing to do for beer, I can believe that. There's some pretty crack whores out there who just need a little help. Kimmy. But it's not even like they're high-class crack whores, the, the ones that you'll find in Potomac that are, <laughs> that are that, like Coke, you know, that are uh, into the uh, Coke more than the crack. These girls are just, man. This is definitely taped somewhere in the South, too. You can just tell by looking at these chicks. How would you say that? What's the difference with the, these girls? Could easily be from Woodbridge. They could be going to deadmoneypokerclub.com tomorrow and having a poker event. No, no, <laughs> no. Okay. I've never I've personally seen these girls, <laughs> but I have seen some crack horses. <laughs> you never know specifically. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Just wondering if this is disturbing to anybody else but me. I mean, I know in a way we're. We're we're kind oh, of oh good lord! I know in a way we are you know kind of giving this legitimacy because we're talking about it, but nobody else, nobody else are bringing these issues to the forefront. Are you not worried about crack whores? What's going on? All right, you want to know why the guys are laughing please, so much? Please, lightly. I've brought up the next contestant. From crackhorrorconfessions.com here on El Hefe's Hideout. <laughs> it's Karen. Karen just happens to be eight months pregnant. Oh. Two God. for the price of one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Look at her. She's just, <laughs> she's just standing there naked. <sighs> oh, good Lord. All right, you want to you hear Karen's story? <laughs> yes. You this guys can't laugh at this, though. This, this is yeah, serious. This, well, this is, this is bad because... This, this is really she, sad. This yeah. might be the envelope right here. This might be the line yeah. where it goes wrong. Should we even do this then? Well, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely a story that people should know. <laughs> Don't do this at home. Yeah, seriously, guys. I can't tell you how much this is disgusting. It really is. I mean, I look at this and it saddens me. <laughs> what are you laughing about? I'm serious. Put it on. Do it. Get out of here. Do it. Play the clip. All right, baby. The funny clip, especially the ending. All right, here we go. From crackhorrorconfessions.com. This is Karen, eight months pregnant. Crack will run you ragged. Crack will what? Run you ragged. She just like can never get enough. She just constantly yeah. chases you. Yeah, she said, you know, on heroin, you, you know, you get up and do things on heroin, but when you're ready to go to bed, you're ready to go to bed. You know? For crack, all you want is another hit. You don't want to go to bed or eat or anything else. Right. And what else is new in your life? I'm pregnant right now. You're pregnant? Yes, I'm putting it up for adoption. They got to prove he's the father, though? Yeah, they have to prove it. So for your boyfriend to get money, they got to prove it's his kid? Yeah. I'm saying that this is my boyfriend's child, but they can't give him money directly. Like, they pay for my methadone clinic, 
they're not they can't pay for his methadone clinic. I'm so saying like, you got to admit there's a high probability it may not be his. I yeah, mean. you could you could say that it's a high probability. You're not, you're right. I mean, That's like, what I'm saying. They if don't I was know. him, I'd be buying lottery tickets instead of waiting on the DNA results to try to have better luck. Yeah. You know who the dad is? Or is it like eight guys spitting the bottle and who spits his? You still date hot and heavy when you're all knocked up and that don't hurt your business? Oh, that makes my business probably better. Gosh, you didn't hear me. Let's get some of that going on. Oh, yeah, that ass just that. First time we've done a pregnant chick in the... Oh, my God. That probably is wrong. Now, this is what's wrong right now. This is sickening, man. This is what's wrong. President Bush is trying to outlaw abortion, and people like this are carrying around babies, and their their life's ruined already. The life is ruined. Oh, that's... I, I gotta stop. Just, I can't even look it at right. it. Oh. I, can't, I can't even look at it. I can't... <laughs> it's so... This is so disturbing, man. This just hits right... My wife is pregnant. This just hits... It's home. Is she really, home. Jason? Yeah, Isn't that yeah. terrible, though? That, I mean, that's so wrong. It's like she won't drink a Coke because of caffeine, and this girl's hitting the pipe and, and sucking D. Oh, man. And we don't mean to be a downer here on the hideout, but this is dick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should have run that one first so we could end this on a laughing note. No, because you know why? I want people to be out there, and I want people to think, man. Of course, we got our laughs in. You know what? You know what? We'd have felt after that one. It'd have been tough to laugh. Let's be honest. Uh, uh, let's be honest. We still would have laughed. <laughs> All right, but the cutting up the prostitute thing. Let's play that one again. That's no, no more. In fact, I'm gonna burn these. I'm gonna burn these, and I'm gonna burn this segment. I'm gonna keep spamming them to you. Even if you get rid of them, they're going to keep coming back. 800-636-1067, So, again, as like I told you, it's funny in a sense because we're laughing because it just seems so outlandish. But then when you stop for a second and you realize what's going on, it's sad and it's disturbing. The couple of questions that come to mind, again, is who are the guys that would put this up? To me, this is almost like the dudes that, been, that did bump fights. It, it, it's taking advantage to a point that have a pro, to people that have a problem to a point where you're profiting in on. Um. Well, I mean, I don't think the bum fights was as bad as that. They weren't. They weren't violating them in that way. They were ripping their teeth out on the streets of Las Vegas in bum fights. You don't think that's they, bad? The guy ripped them out himself. But they still did it. He did hey, it because he got, of the camera. Hey, he got. He got paid for it. It's giving these guys some kind of purpose. In beer. Well, that's the same thing. And that's the other thing. You got paid in beer. You know? I mean, who knows? Hey, let's not say that's all bad. Because, you know, we pay people in beer here. Yeah, that's what we, that's yeah. our form of currency on the hideout. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up, Jason. Fairfax Mike, welcome into the hideout. Oh, hey. I think that uh, crackhorn.com is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who has it, yeah. you know? Swept down to Virginia Tech out for a big win and found some patchouli old skank and <laughs> threw a pun in her face and then hit it. You know, before the night was gone. You roll out. Snow bunnies. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Thank you, Fairfax, buddy. You're my many hero. Many lures in your tackle box, I'm telling you. <laughs> many lures in the tackle box. I like that. <laughs> right. See you, fellas. Light them, bro. 5,000. 5,000. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I have to agree with Stacy. It was on the uh, the AOL for broadband instant messenger with us, JFK El Jefe, JFK E-L-J-E-F-E. That's repulsive. It's repulsive. And I know I know at some point somebody can complain about us bringing this up. I don't care. And talking about this. I don't care either. This might be your headline right here. Yeah, this is what this get, might be your headline. This is what gets us the pop. But these are issues that are out there. I mean, you just look at here at Sideshow. Sideshow to me is one of those people who looks at crack whores on the street and probably yells at them because they don't have a job. 
Go get a job. Go get a life. Not considering I all... work 12 hours a day. You can, too. Not considering all the points that have led up to this. To this, them smoking crack and sipping D on the web. And what's this say about the web? Oh, the web's the web's trash, but it's it's great trash. Unless you're going to there's double... plenty of treasures in that trash. Oh yeah, like plenty of lures in the tackle box. Yeah. All right, thirty more minutes of the hideout left for you. I can't believe nobody else has a reaction from this. I surely thought people would be enraged. I think they're too shocked to call in. I just oh, hope... they're still laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some people have it bookmarked now. And that's what we do on the hideout. We try to find various places on the web for you. When you think about all the disgusting places that we found on the internet to send people to, gothicsluts.com. That's great. Crackwhoreconfessions.com. What was the other ones we've done? There have been a ton of them that we've gone to. Yeah, there's been a lot of them. Uh, You know, boldly. Yeah, richardland.com with the Britney Spears person. That's what we do all day at work. Yeah. We, it's called show prep. Show prep. Show prep. <laughs> and that's, that's the great thing about being at the radio station and trying to, like, being on and looking at porn and stuff. Usually if you're at the radio station, you're made to feel, or if you're at any work, you're made to feel guilty or get fired because you're looking at pornography. Here at the Mighty WJFK, we're doing show prep. We're looking to book a guest. We're looking to get a little audio in. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. The other trash that's on the Internet, BigOwenDukes.com. That's trash. I don't know. That might be a diamond in the rough if you uh, pay attention to what uh, what article is that out of. That's worthless. Oh, yeah, the uh, Springfield Connection. Yeah. Pete, welcome into the hideout. Man, that stuff is ass, man. It is, isn't it? Jeez, I'm driving home. I, I'm just, I don't even know what to think. Well, have you? Would you ever? Would you ever in your life think that you would get to the point where you'd be willing to bang a crack whore? Do, do you? Would you think? Would you think it'd be your form of volunteering in the community? Because by you banging this crack whore, you're giving her money in a sense and allowing her to earn a living. You're keeping her off the street for 15 minutes. I'm banging her, knowing that she's taking that money straight to her crack daddy. So it's not even like you're performing a community service then. At least she isn't robbing. She could be robbing somebody. There's a T-shirt out there right now that just says, I love crack whores on the front of it. I saw it like two weeks ago. Bateman, find that for us. We need to wear that next weekend or at our next live event. Thank you for the call, Pete. 800-636-1067. Will, welcome into the hideout. Hey, fellas. Hey, I think these crack whores are uh, are refreshing at this point after listening to that ball sweat and... And sack hair. <laughs> and the pizza roll roulette. I love it. I, who's lower? Sack whores are refreshing. Who's, who's lower on the totem? Let's wait a second. Who's lower on the totem pole? Nice crack person. whore Karen, who's pregnant on the website, or Sideshow for doing uh, the pizza roll roulette? I would have to say sack hair is lower on the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. thank, you, thank you for the call, Will. All right, man. All right, buddy. Ishmael, welcome into the hideout on WJFK. Hey, guys. You know, I've listened to this. It's hard not to laugh about it, but it makes you wonder what's next. Cancerpatient.com? Michael Jackson. Who knows? Spinebifida.org. <laughs> very well could be. Thank you so much for the call, Ishmael. And maybe we can squeeze a couple more calls in. Let me get the old school jam at a weekend. I want to say thank you to Bateman, who has done an outstanding job producing this show. And he has gotten together a plethora of old school jams nice. that we can bring to you every weekend. We'll do that after we talk to Yen. Yen, welcome in the hideout. 
Hello? Hey. Uh, I just uh, want to recommend this other site to you, www.rotten.com. Yeah, yeah oh, that's just wrong. Rotten, Consumption Junction, all of them. Oh, you got it. Consumption Junction's great, too. Uh, I mean, that, that's all just what people who uh, send the stuff in put up, but... It's, it, it's usually almost parallel with Rotten. Hey, Yen, when you go to Rotten, man, do you ever feel like... I almost feel like I'm going to puke sometimes when I see that stuff. The wrongest thing I've ever seen on the Internet is on Rotten.com. I saw a leper who had a chigger infestation in their foot. So it's like a foot that's going to fall off full of chiggers. Oh. It was the word. I mean, it's just going to be pure nest. No wonder they want to get rid of this Internet and censor the Internet and no, tax no, no. the Internet. Thank you for the call, Yen. Oh, looks like Bateman found me another one. Another crack horse site. Mm. Oh, there it is. Hey, That's nice. Bateman. Bateman's super that is service right super there. Super producer. Here it is. The uh, I Love Crack Horse. Oh, this is funny. They even got mouse pads and bumper stickers. Crack Horse for Bush. It's Crack Horse for Bush. They got hats. They got mouse pads. They got lunch boxes. There you go. What is this? Cafe Shots, uh, Cafeshops.com. Slash crack hose. And uh, just go to cafe shops, I suppose. Alright, freaking Bateman wants me to play his theme. <laughs> Alright, let's do the old school jam of the week. He's doing jumping jacks. I wish we had a video camera in here just for that. Um, old school jam of the week brought to you by deadmoneypokerclub.com. Here it is, my number 502 on the Rolling Stone Top 500 Albums. We did from number 503 from The Great Malenko. We did Hallelujah from The Insane Clown Posse. Earlier, we did Mandatory Manson, which I figure is a travesty. It was left out of the Top 500. Antichrist Superstar, Marilyn Manson. We did Man That You Fear. And now for my favorite rap album of all time. And the thing that all three of these albums that I've mentioned, The Great Malenko, uh, Antichrist Superstar, and now Death Certificate from Ice Cube, the thing that all of these have together is the fact that you can listen to beginning and end, and you're going to hear a story and a theme throughout. It's, it's, it's seamless. And like you're watching different, different episodes of a drama or a sitcom, in ICP's case, play out. And by the time you begin and you end, you, you come round full circle on each and every one of these albums. And I highly suggest big influence on this show, ICP, uh, Marilyn Manson, and Ice Cube. From Death Certificate, we steady mobbing. El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Give it to me. Slinging bean pods or the blue bag t shirt of the month. We can't touch this on the front. I'm about to get rich. Cause life ain't nothing but money and silver, bitch. They drop like dominoes. And if you didn't know, Ice Cube got drama hoes. So after school, I bust out the get up and put on my white jeans. I'm out the dust. All you might get is a rubber on the phone. Cause I'm ready to hit the wall like Mario and Dreddy. 
Hideout 106.7 WJFK coming down the home stretch 800 636 1067 202 432 1067. El Jefe and J Dubs with you. Uh, thank you to Bateman who's producing in the back. Also, uh, a who is engineering the show in this fine evening, doing an outstanding job. And Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com who has stopped by, hang out, delivered the pizza rolls so that we could do pizza roll roulette with Sideshow sitting in the corner. So much to get to that we are probably not going to end up being able to finish out. But uh, I wanted to bring up a few news stories. Something that we hadn't done in a while. Yeah, we haven't done the headlines. We haven't done El Jefe's headlines or hideout headlines in a while. Uh, uh, of course, we got Michael Jackson on the brain, which we will talk about at some point. But others that I wanted to, to discuss with you. Imagine life without a senior year of high school. Colorado lawmakers are looking into the idea of replacing the 12th grade with a year of preschool. Officials say graduating a year earlier would better prepare students for college and give kids a chance to work for a year and save money for college. Colorado is the first state to consider dropping the year at the end of schooling in order to add one to the beginning. Good idea, bad idea, J-Dubs? Bad idea. I mean, right now the 12th grade is a joke. 
you know, I mean, it's not a bad idea to totally scrap it, but what's going to happen is 11th grade is going to become a joke, and then they're just getting one less year of actual learning. Well, because yeah. you don't you don't learn anything in preschool. Or... Are we really just talking about starting school a year earlier? I mean, that's really all they're doing. They're still doing the same requisite 13 years. Yeah, but you, you are not getting, like, you know, your, your mind starts to mature when you're 18 or 19 and start actually grasping some of these uh, these things that they're being taught to you, and you aren't going to be able to grasp them if you're leaving school at 16 or 17. And studies have shown, too, that the earlier that you start learning, the better you're going to end up in life. And I think that's the reason why they want to add the year of preschooling, is they figure if they get kids started earlier and reading and math, Not by the matter. time they get to the 11th grade, maybe they're going to be a little bit smarter. I like the idea, the reason being, they say you graduate, and that gives you an advantage because you have a year where you could work, you could save money for college. If you wanted, you could go to a broadcasting school, and then on top of the broadcasting school, maybe you go on and you go to a, to a university. Plus, you even brought it up yourself. Senior year is a waste of time but now. That's, what, that's what's going to happen to the 11th grade. 11th grade is going to be a waste of time. I don't believe so because it's not. And then actually you're, you're going to stop learning at 15 or 16. No, because what usually happens is you have to get the core curriculum in. And by the senior year, you've already gotten in the core curriculum. Maybe you have a few more classes you need to take. But instead, you're taking one math. Actually, probably, I didn't even have to take math my senior year. Usually, it's like English. Maybe your elective, like Spanish. But most of the time, my senior year, yeah. my senior year, it's, I had baseball. I had theater. I had uh, home ec. And then some people have the class where it's either the work study where they can go to work where they work in the office and they give the, all their buddies the uh, the passes. Yeah. And you're wasting a whole year of taxpayers' dollars on the senior year. Yeah, the, last, the, the last year, no matter what, is going to be a waste. No matter what. No matter what year you make the last year of, of school, it's going to be a waste of year. Not junior year. I, I, don't think you're, I don't think you're seeing, though. You have to get the core curriculum in. And in the 11th grade, you're getting everything in. And instead of spending that extra year wasting your time... Then you, you graduate, you go to work, and you go to college early. Dubs is on to something here because uh, I blew off my senior year, but I was only taking football and theater. you know. But if I was blowing off my 11th grade year and actually had crap that was important to my life, like core classes, and then you start blowing that off, then you have a problem. Oh, people, you're saying it's yeah, the mentality people, yeah, of people senioritis. Are, yeah, people are just looking for that. La they're, they're going through the home stretch, and they just do enough to skate by. I mean, I'm not saying everybody. There's a lot of people that are very ambitious and go on, uh, have a big uh, plan for college. But a lot of kids, they just don't give a damn. And they, they might give a damn their uh, their junior year, and then they realize that they got nothing going for them their senior year, so they just skate through. And that's going to happen in 11th grade. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Uh, Bateman says he did nothing his senior year and took weightlifting classes. The only problem that I end up seeing this legitimate the problem is how is this going to affect sports because to me that's going to throw off i mean what if you're you know you're a badass usually usually by your junior year though the colleges already pick you out and as long as you have somewhat of a decent senior year then you're going to be able to go on to school and do your thing but what about like things like major league baseball where they draft seniors yeah, you know what? How is that going to throw off the whole sports are, equation in a place like Colorado? See, it might work out to like your benefit, man. That maybe you do that junior year, and then you got a year you can go play in like the Carolina League or something like that. Or I wonder if they're going to allow seniors to still play high school baseball, but would they be out of school then? 
<laughs> Ringers. That'd be great. Wouldn't that be sweet? <laughs> Just imagine the time that you would have on your hands. Man, senior year, the majority of what I did, I spent the majority of senior year having sex in the theater uh, dressing nice. room. Nice. That's, should we ever have sex in high school? <laughs> no, I didn't get late till after high school. Uh, the prop the closet. How about that? It's the place. The prop closet. Dressing okay. room, prop closets. Oh, those days, bro. You got no idea. <laughs> We used to f with the uh, the the uh, theater what, instead of having sex in the theater. We'd uh, f with it like you know, um, my one friend number one all over the front two rows. Um, another friend uh, during the weekend took a took a number two in the desk of what of the uh, of the. See, man, this is the problem. Okay, like we are getting laid in the theater. <laughs> Okay, and they're and doing got, yeah. They're doing future hideout stunts. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> See, that's why I'm a genius. Show prep. No. I was doing show prep. Yeah, William, welcome into the hideout. Hey, I had a comment about that senior year thing. You should make it optional. Uh, that if you got all your core stuff done, you you did all you needed to do. You could you could take it off. But if you were a loser and didn't get stuff done. Then you'd have to go for another year. That's, a, That's actually not a bad idea because people will be actually busting their ass in that 11th grade year trying to actually get the best grade possible. It's like an incentive to get out of there, and so you're doing a good job. Then you don't have that worry about that problem that you're talking about of people slacking off. And then 12th grade would be almost like a uh, stigma. Uh, you're in 12th grade. You're you're a loser, and you didn't quite. Uh, That's not bad at all. Look at William, but solving the problems of Colorado, right on, bro. But the problem with that is it's still going to cost taxpayers money. I thought that was optional anyway, that you could graduate early if you wanted to. Yeah, it was like that in my school. I thought you had to stay in school through, like, 17 years old. But if you graduate... I know there are people at my high school that graduated early. Yeah, they do, but it's very rare, unless they change the whole uh, most dramatics people, of high school. Most people, most people want to go through senior year, so they can goof off. So they can have sex in the theater dressing room and play baseball, and, you know, that's pretty much it. Uh, Sideshow here was probably, out of all of us, how old are you, Jason? 25. 20, 25, 23, 21 over there, Sideshow. You were the, I guess, most recent person in high school. What was senior year like for you? It was just a joke. There was no point to it at all. We were all wondering why we were coming to school anyway. So you think that these people in Colorado may be on to something? Sure. I mean, it's definitely true, but Dubs has a good point, too. I mean, 11th grade will turn out to be 12th grade. Senioritis, man. Yeah. But it, that might, uh, I can't remember his name, but he had a good point. Of, William? Yeah. William has a good point of just making it, you know. All right, you you don't want to go your last year? Bust your ass this year, and then you won't have to. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Man, I long for the days of high school again. You think about senior year. See, you didn't have a good high school experience, I, though. I had a great... I I could get away with anything, but it's not, nowhere I want to go back to. What about you, Jay? How was your uh, senior year? My senior year was great, man. I think I was president of, like, three clubs. Yeah. I was like a man. We were Stone Cold Pimps. Look at you. What? Fallerville loser. No, it's just, uh, when you go to a school as small as mine, it was just way too clicky. He'd already banged everyone in his school by yep. the 12th grade. <laughs> including by Curious BJ. Exactly. Rick, welcome into the hideout. Hey, that'll make you a bad person. Yeah, the only real problem I see with eliminating the senior year is, like, some of the more dedicated kids that are trying to get into colleges and stuff, that's when they take a lot of their advanced placement classes, and, you know, those count for college credits and stuff. You know, on the flip side, though, you can, they they could go ahead and just start going to community college that whole that whole year. Get the basics out of the way. Get 30 hours before they move on to the university. And actually, a lot of people in my school did that. They they had an option of going to uh, LCC or whatever and getting uh, their 
their community, uh, like just a couple of the core classes taken care of, and then they can move on. I actually did. I took what's called zero hour. You got to school like seven o'clock in the morning, taking stupid ass like advanced placement. No, that, Rick, you, uh, Rick, you, you bring up a valid point. But I think maybe those more dedicated students, the ones that are really after the valedictorians and Will stuff. Will actually be more into it, I'd guess. Yeah, I would think. Plus, those are the nerds anyway. They probably want to get out of high school as it is. So they can get to college. So they can. All the real learning done. And that's the other thing that's so funny about high school, man. A lot of people will probably want to get out of it as soon as possible. Late bloomers like J-Dubs, who were ridiculed and picked on all growing up through school. And then they end up graduating. They go on to their broadcasting school and their media darlings of market number eight, Washington, D.C. You know, that's, that's the thing. Whenever you're in high school, man, don't pick on the nerds because those are the ones that up being, end up being rich. You always hear every hot supermodel, too, talk about how they were the ugly duckling, uh, ugly duckling in high school. I'm, all I know in, at Christmas is I'm driving a BMW home. That's all I know. Hey, who would have thought that? That's all I know. Also making headlines, a 21-year-old at Southern Methodist University, and uh, that's actually in Dallas, Texas, by the way, was in critical condition earlier this week after chugging water in an alleged fraternity hazing incident. Police say the Alpha Phi Alpha Pledge drank an unknown amount of water from a gallon container during an off-campus competition and was later hospitalized. Um, the frat has been suspended pending an investigation and, ironically, was reinstated at SMU this spring following a three-year suspension. For hazing. The main reason I wanted to do this story, I think I know what we're going to do next week with Sideshow. Chugging water? I didn't know that'd be that dangerous. Oh, man, overhydration is horrible, dude. It's just a terrible way to die. I've heard, I've actually heard that water can be very, very dangerous when doing too much. Now, what I is guess, it, though? I guess it's like drowning without actually being submerged, almost. Yeah, it is. It's like it's actually every cell in your body reaches its like peak saturation level. It's basically just like crushing all of your organs with like excess fluid. Damn, that sounds fun. <laughs> you, you in for it, sideshow next yeah, week? Yeah, I can't wait. I <laughs> <laughs> love this. Dubs and I used to, we we've had this dream of doing this this game uh, on the air where we eat like a whole bunch of Mexican food laced with X lax, and we call it the bowel bowl, and whoever has to evacuate first loses. Or people call up and pick times, and we do it kind of like a bingo thing. Oh yeah, that's it, hey, you let you let me run the pool on that. Yeah, dead money the pool. Uh, PokerClub.com. Um, I wonder if we could do something similar to that. Not overhydrating ourselves, but you know, drinking a whole bunch of water and seeing who can hold it the longest. Sideshow, you and me next weekend. Let's do it, man. Bring it on. <laughs> I, That's guarantee, a I guarantee you we don't see him next weekend. I guarantee you he's like, screw those guys. All they're doing is effing with me. I'm not interested. Um, other hazing stories. We've talked about hazing so much because basically that's what this show is. Homo hazing. We just summed up the hideout right there. Homo hazing. But what did you guys used to do, Dubs? Like the haze? Uh-huh. Um, we used to number one on each other in the shower showers for... Um, for uh, <laughs> for wrestling, it, it, it was P tag. All right, <laughs> all right. They, the letter. You just letter. solved all yeah, the homo issues of the hideout. Wow. <laughs> and actually, our coach turned us on to it. He's like, "So, have you guys started playing tag yet?" Yeah. No, no. And uh, he's like, "All right, you're it." Pointed one of us. He's like, 
no one better be in the shower with him or you're, or whoever else is going to be it. And so we just had a bunch of naked guys. We chased each other around <laughs> in the showers trying to tag. Wow. And it was so funny because someone would be it, and you'd just see him sneaking around the corner, like trying to look at like someone who's washing their hair so their eyes are closed, <laughs> and just sneaking up behind them. <laughs> when you're washing your hair, your eyes are open, but you're facing down, and, and you just see a puddle below you. Oh, Christ. <laughs> and you'd be like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, 800-636-1067. Damn, dude, he did not really. Your coach really did not start that. Yeah. Our freshman year, and it went all the way through to our senior year. <laughs> It was a four-year tradition. Was this the same coach that ended up years later getting lap dance no, at no, a gay no, bar? No, that was actually... From a former student? No, actually, that wasn't our school that that happened at. It was my friend, but not our school. I don't think we've ever done anything that bad hazing-wise. I just remember the two guys on the baseball team that used to sit in the back of the bus on the way to baseball games and sit there in, like, half competitions in the back of the bus to see who could become aroused the quickest. See, the wrestling team I was on, we were, like, the total drunk burnout kids that everybody hated. No. You know? and You? Yeah. And we would always be in the back of the bus getting drunk before wrestling meet. We'd always go out and mat drunk. And, I mean, that, that was our biggest hazing up until the shower room, you know? And then in the shower room, it became a whole other story. <laughs> that sounds like another thing we could do next week. You're it. You're it. Does a pint of blood for beer sound like a fair trade? Well, again, in Colorado, the United Blood Services of Durango, Colorado, and four local breweries were recently offering that up. The owner of the brewery collecting the least amount of blood would have to dye his hair blood red. This takes me back to college days. Oh, that's solid. See... That's good. I remember we used to actually sell our blood because we were poor. Mm -hmm. And you get the double bonus because you get the money from it, and you get the beer with the money, and because you're low on blood, the yep. drunk just happened so easy. The buzz came right on. That's what I used to do. I used to sell my plasma. Yep. So I would, I, I would, you'd sit there for two hours just watching a movie or something. Drinking Kool-Aid. Yep. And then you would uh, take the 20 bucks or whatever, and you could do it twice a week. The first time was only 20 bucks. Second time in the week was 25. Yep. And it would be your, your drinking money almost for the whole week because the first night you drink two beers, you're already out. Plastic. And then, you know, you have a whole another, the whole rest of the case for the rest of the week. My buddy, Erod, who you know, Erod. Yeah. I lived with him in high school. I lived with him in college, and um, that was his thing. Exactly what you said, Jason. In fact, where we lived at Texas Tech University, uh, it was called the University Plaza. It was that scumbag ass place that wasn't like living on the dorms, but it was across the street. So yeah. you still had the dorm life because they had the cafeteria downstairs, but you could like live with your chick yeah, and you could have beer in the rooms and everything. Me and my girl lived at uh, Cedar Village, which was the same place like at Michigan State. Did they have the cafeteria downstairs and everything? No, but you could access the, you know, you could access one. So, but and across the street from this place was a bar. And right next to the bar was the Plasma Center. That's, oh, that's, a, that's a great business. So you walk downstairs, you eat, 
You can get whatever you got in the cafeteria, maybe have a couple hamburgers and, you know, some fries. You go and you donate your blood. You're not too far gone because you've just eaten. And then you go next door to the to the pool hall or whatever it was called, and you're plastered. You got two beers, and you got you still got 20 bucks in your pocket after now, that, too. I wonder if these uh, people for blood for beer or beer for blood give them the beer right afterwards or if they have to wait a day. Because I think there could be some legal troubles with that if they didn't want to wait a day, you know? Yeah, I, no, I, I didn't have the specific issue, yeah. but it was... You may be. Yeah, I would because think they, they, do that. When I went to give my plasma, they always told you, "Do not drink. You're you're totally dehydrated right now. Do not yeah. drink until the next day." Yeah, we would just blow them off, but they did. Yeah. They said, "Don't do it." Next course, we're gonna do. It. Especially at Tech, at Texas Tech, where I was in Lubbock, when they have the plasma place right next door to the bar. Same with uh, right at Michigan State. Is that how it was? Yeah, it was right next to Harper's. I wonder how people... Is it, was it really? I didn't know that. I wonder if that's what it is around here. I'm not into the college life up here, the college scene. Is that what they do at Mason or at... I don't, I don't really see a whole college scene around here, really. Well, there are like five universities here. you got Americans. Yeah, it's the, but they're it's they're not, very segregated. Yeah, it's not very... It, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem like a party area, though. Oh, man, you need to go up to Georgetown, then. Yeah, well, that's why I hear Georgetown can really party. But you, you figure if you're going to Georgetown, you don't need to give your... Blood to get money. Yeah. I got two words, man. Scholarship student at Georgetown. That's it, dude. I bet. Selling blood, getting beer. That sounds great. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it. Did the Phenoms ever show up? Yeah, I saw one of them, Mark. Actually, I think I saw both of them. Did you? Is the third one out? I don't know. I, I always count on him being out. He's never in. We never did sports. We may give up on sports. Yeah. We'll leave that for the Phenoms. Unless we uh, have something that we don't think they're going to bring, like... Powerville High School Sports. What happened to Bicurious BJ? I don't know. He's fell off the face of the earth. Our sports analyst has fallen off the face of the earth. I, I wonder, should we call his mom next week? I tried to call. Yeah, we can try calling, but I tried calling today. Let's call Rue today, or next week. All right. See what's going on. Look at the phenom coming in all slicked up. He looks like he was out. Did you were out, weren't you? You get some plasma today, get some beer. No, we went out. We, uh, a buddy of ours. Look at these guys, man. You look like you're going to be on television. A buddy of ours is meeting up with some chicks, and so he needed some guys to work with. So we, we went out. Yeah. Wingman. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. This is going to be a fun phenom. How many beers do you have? Uh, I'd have like two. I'd be, I'd be on the floor right now. <laughs> no. I, have, I have two at this How point. I'm on the floor. How many times did we get wasted before we went on the air at our old place? They they guilt you into that here. No drinking on the air. But man, at the other place we do entire shows. Just all I go to Hooters first. Go to Hooters, have wings, and have some big daddies, and then go do five hours of amazing. The radio. bad thing about drinking at Hooters is the Hooters girls will come up and fill up your beer while still half full. You know, so you never know exactly how much you're drinking. You're only charging. What's that? And they're charging you. Well, for no, you, you buy a pitcher uh, and they come by filling it up. Yeah, you cheap bastard. No beer in here, but plenty of what is it? Pizza sauce? How <laughs> is it? There's the man. There's the pizza roll, the roulette. Pizza roll roulette. And this is homemade wine. Really? You want it legal? Sure it is. Sure it is. Not to call you out. All right, bro. We're out of here. Thank you to Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. Thank you to Sideshow, Tommy Bateman, everybody that called hey, in. Come play poker tomorrow. Phenom's up next, 11 to 1 in the Stacy Show. 
at 1 o'clock this evening. Go to deadmoneypokerclub.com. You can find out where it's going on tomorrow. Exactly. This has been El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Dubs, good to see you. See you next week, 8 o'clock. We out, bitch. Hideout, the best damn show on the whole damn Washington radio spectrum.